Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's your favorite group of people here on a Sunday, no less. It's your girl, Cresta Star, with Iridian and our very special collider, very special AW correspondent, Philip. And we are here talking about AEW Revolution, AEW Sting's last match. How is everyone doing? <laughs> I'm doing so well. How is everyone doing here tonight, Phil? How are you? Um, really great pay per view. Really excited to be here talking about good wrestling. Always good to talk about good wrestling and not be like disappointed. <laughs> Honestly, tonight, besides the last match, if y'all been watching this channel for a while, y'all know Blood and Crest the Star. I'm just like Ugh. it was great. This I have no complaints. I have a complaint. I'm a wrestling fan. Of course I have a complaint. Come on, man. <laughs> but if you want to get all your scoops and complaints, head on over to Fightful Select, the best five bucks in the business. You're going to get your news from us anyway, so why not get it from the sauce? And thanks to certain sponsors, like the one I'm about to play right now, Fightful Select is brought to you by this one. HelixSleep.com slash Fightful has changed my life. A few years ago, I was sleeping on a slab of memory foam. I wanted to try something different. I didn't want to go to a mattress store, especially during that period in time where you know stuff was getting passed around. I wanted Helix Sleep, so I checked out HelixSleep.com. Now HelixSleep.com slash Fightful took their quick quiz, got matched up to their Dusk Lux model. It made my night's sleep much more versatile. I'll tell you what I love. 100-night risk-free trial. If for some reason you don't like it, you get your refund, they'll come pick it up as well. They have 14 unique models, and at helixsleep.com slash Fightful, they're offering up to $350 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Fightful. They support military, first responders, teachers, and students by giving them a special discount on the site as well. You should never have to compromise on your comfort and Helix has a lot of options for you. Ones for plus size sleepers. Ones with cooling technology. All kinds of stuff at helixsleep.com slash Fightful. Over 12,000 five-star reviews. All right. I hope you guys are comfy, cozy, and your Helix mattress so you can take a nap and wake up and watch and talk about wrestling. Are we excited to talk about AEW Revolution? Let's do it. It's going to be a good one. We got a lot to go through. We're going to start with Zero Hour. 
Did you guys watch Zero Hour? Uh, I watched it six minutes into it, but yes. <laughs> I, I missed some of the first match, but I watched, watched most of it. Well, we're going to talk about from what I see, because I, too, showed up for Zero Hour late. My muggle job was like, you're going to stay. And I'm like... <laughs> So the first match that I was able to see was the Bang Bang Scissor Gang versus Jeff Jarrett, Satin of Singh, Jay Lethal, Mark Quinn, Brother Zay, and Willie Mack. I'm going to go ahead and say this, that we had the meat match canceled, but you have a whole Willie Mack right here and a Satin of Singh. Curious. Very right. interesting, yeah. Interessante for our Espanol bilingual uh, <laughs> viewers. So... We get the beginning of the match. It starts off pretty standard. We have your cool little eight-man or, I guess, six-man strut. Everyone doing the Jeff Jarrett. And Colton Gunn is really taking a lot of the punishment in the beginning of this match. We get a cool lethal combination on Mark Quinn from Jay Lethal. And then right after that, we get Satin and Singh just yeeting Bowens all around. I'm going to skip ahead to the end because it was literally Colton Gunn bumping around the guns being obnoxious and them just roasting Max Caster for forgetting his lines. It seems he's never going to live that down. Um, and for the end, we get Blade Runner on Willie Mack for the Bang Bang Scissor Gang win. There is a post-match where um, they're still cooking Max and Jay White warming up the crowd. And um, it doesn't look like Max Caster is getting the mic any longer. What are you guys' thoughts about this first pre pre-match to Revolution? Hey, get up off your back. Colton Gun is bumping around. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I thought it was fun for what it was. I thought the real kind of payoff of the whole thing was the Jay White stuff afterwards. If you were worried about what is Jay White doing with these guys, like, I think this kind of alleviated some of this. I still don't think he belonged in this match, but mm -hmm. um, this kind of told me that it's going somewhere because he very much took over the promo at the end. He hogged the spotlight, and Max Caster was not feeling this. If you could see him in the background, he was <laughs> not happy, man. He was very annoyed, and you could see it even when they got out the ring. Everybody else started walking up the ramp. If you notice, Max went the other way, and he started going in the other direction. There's a lot to this group, and I don't think it's it's going well, right? I think <laughs> No, not at all. The idea of this group was better than the group itself. And that's no shade. Sometimes it just happens. It was a better idea. But since Max Caster forgot his line or didn't forget his line, who knows what's happening? I guess they're playing into that storyline now. Um, what's interesting about this whole thing is, of course, the Jay White storyline, right? Mm -hmm. He says he's also got big business to handle. So who could he be talking about? I think I have someone in mind. Um, but... I guess you never know with AEW, but I think that's what the most interesting part of this whole match was. And it was the post-match. Yeah, I, I am inclined to agree. I think the match itself, like Phil said, come to town. Austin Gunn is both eh, Colton Gunn is bumping around. I swear I speak English. Um, I, it was great. <laughs> it was really good to see the guns do something. But you could tell in Max Caster's face that he hates this group. He hates everyone. He wants to go home. You guys are stupid and you all smell bad. I want to believe that it is a work and that when Juice comes back, Juice is like, who the hell are these guys? Like, <laughs> like what are we doing here? Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think 
um, Juice is going to come back and be like, this is not what I left and, and came back for. Like, no, no, no. I get it. The cardboard was great. But now you added literally three other people into this group and it's not going to work out. And I really hope that this faction ends sooner or later because I think AEW has a little bit of a faction problem right now. So if we can do without this one, I'd be great. Merge those belts too, man. We don't need two sets of six man belts. Merge those belts, bro. Or at least defend them on Ring of Honor. Like, like give Ring of Honor its own identity. And that's yeah. something I think the Ring of Honor post show, I can hear Righteous Red like now, like, you got it. Yes, that. <laughs> Next, we have a backstage, I guess, interview with Lexi Nair. They're checking in with Orange Cassidy and Doc Sampson to be like, is, is he clear to wrestle? Can he wrestle? And Doc Sampson said, this man is being held together by tape, prayer, and sheer determination. We told him no, but he's going to wrestle anyway. We're just going to wrap him up in tape. So the best friends jump in and say, Listen, we got your back, buddy. We got you. And Orange says, nah, I'm going to die tonight. So don't come outside, even yeah. after the match. And, you know, foreshadowing. Any thoughts on that? You got to commend him on it, right? You know, he has had a fantastic run as, uh, as champ. And he said, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to fight like I always do. So good for him. Props to him, yeah. Yeah, um, I did notice a little bit, like, when he, when he said that he was going to go out there on his own, the stern look on Trent's face. And I was like, what does that mean? Why is he looking so mean? I feel like Trent is going to turn on. I think Trent has had it. <laughs> Low-key, I think Trent, Trent has it. It was something about Trent's face. I was like, what? why does he look so mad? What happened? Gotcha. I mean, I can understand his frustration. It's like, bro, you're, I get it. You're a fighting champion. But go to Disney World. Do something. Like, you're literally in, is it Kinesia tape? Am I saying it right? But you're literally Mumra Kinesia right now. Tape. <laughs> you're Mumra in that. You're like, you're literally Mumra, Mumra bro. Like, there, take a there, break. There are people on, on the stream that probably don't know what that is a reference to. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Crescent Star also teaches history. Mumra it was the main bad guy from Thundercats. Thundercats are on the loose. They did a remake after people cried for it, and then no one watched it, so they canceled it. And it was yeah. actually very good. It was very good. So very now good. I go back and watch Thundercats and see who Mumra is. And there's a roast of Flavor Flav where famously a comedian called him Mumra. So there you go. There's your homework. Yeah, somebody, <laughs> somebody during his roast called, said he looked like Mumra wrapped up in electrical tape. <laughs> that's still a good somebody said that to me we gotta fight okay next <laughs> next segment on the zero hour we had a pack video package which honestly i no disrespect i definitely forgot he worked there but it was good to see him back he looks great he looks lean he said you think i don't know the burden of shame he said something about his mittens not being blown up i didn't know if that was an, an I don't know what that was about, so I didn't write it down. He said, you can't get rid of me, Tony Khan. I'm like a roach. I'm like, that's real, because I don't even see you like a roach. I, if anything, Jeff Jarrett's the roach. He's always going to get a check. You can't get rid of him. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? Yo, we want you to come back, Pac. And he said, I will drag this company into a new age. This is the second time I've seen this video package similar to this from Pac. Do you two believe it? I'm going to start with you, Phil. Do you believe it this time? Um. I was very, very happy to see Pac. Um, I've been wondering, like, when is he coming back? So I was excited the second he comes on there. He's one of the, the day one guys that I've just, like, this guy. I, I want to see him get a world title run. I just want to see our Jordy guy get the world. So I was very excited for him. If we don't get Pac at Wembley this year, then all is, all is wrong in the world, man. It, just, it has to happen, man. <laughs> I agree. And I, I feel like he's, 
he's an obvious opponent for Osprey. Like he makes the most sense, especially like their Rev Pro match, like the history behind signing Osprey and signing Pac. Guys, if you know your AW lore, the thing that hyped up Tony Khan to sign Pac was the Rev Pro match with Will Osprey. I found out Pac was coming back two minutes before we started this live stream when we checked our doc that the so lovely Drew makes. I'm like, Pac is back. What? And then I had to go check. So I'm really, really excited to see Pac. I think he's a top guy. Uh-huh. And I just think he hasn't had the best of luck in AEW yet. So hopefully this is the year for him. He gets struck by lightning and we really just go to the top with him because he was great when he was with Lucha Brothers. And I don't know if they might bring that back in a capacity, but man, he's just too good to be sidelined. So I'm excited for him. I will also say now that Orange Cassidy is away from the All-Atlantic champ. No, is it the in- no, All-Atlantic International. International. Was it called the All-Atlantic at one point? Am I bugging? It, was. it, it okay. got changed. So the International Championship, I'm, I think that now there is a place for Pac, especially with Roderick Strong is a great wrestler. However, to his detriment or to his benefit, he has a punchable face. He is such a good heel. So if he gets beat up for it, no one's going to be like, ah, darn, Roderick Strong got beat up for it. You know what I mean? So I I could see something like that or even him going after Eddie Kingston, which I don't want unequivocally, but I want to see that match. I don't want that because I don't want either one to lose, but that'll be a good match. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't Pac the inaugural uh, All-Atlantic champion? Uh, That sounds right. It does. Tell us in the comments, guys. You guys will probably pretty sure he was. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure you're right. And know what else you could do in the comments? Use your fingers to send a super chat. It's somewhere around in the YouTube universe. You send us a super chat. We'll read your comment out online. Much like our good friend Tyrone Kid starting us off hot. That says Chicago Phil, Cristalis Matumbo, and the girl on fear. (laughs) The girl on fear. I can't even get it out. Piero Iridian. More of this, please. Yes, it's Love not that. Matumbo. It's Cristalis Mark Ann. Because everyone calls me a Mark. And they're like, it's not offensive. No, no, no. no. Don't be calling her a Mark on our timeline. <laughs> <laughs> we don't let a joke slide over here. Also, guys, don't be afraid to send us a Humper Chat. You head over to HumperChats.com. We get to keep a little bit more of the proceeds. Sean's happy. We're happy. And, you know, HumperChats.com. We'll read your comment and stuff on the air. Then they had David Crockett come out. I didn't write any notes of this because I don't know. I don't know, man. (laughs) I know he's important, but that's my answer. (laughs) Do y'all have notes? Before you laugh, before you judge and cast judgment, do you have notes? I don't. Wrestling. I don't have any notes. I, I what? I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> I've it never was, seen wrestling. It was before the women's match. Nope, wasn't there. I started watching the women's match. We're here. Thank you, David Crockett. We appreciate you. <laughs> Next match. Now, I'm going to preface and say that I could not take this match seriously because Stokely Hathaway is a menace oh. to society. And him on commentary, I, I literally could not focus on this match. He needs to be on every commentary table. He makes everything better or objectively worse. I want him, Don Callis, and Taz on a commentary. I just want them to talk about stuff. Nothing would ever get done. <laughs> <laughs> so we have Willow Nightingale and Chris Statlander with Stokely Hathaway versus Julia Hart and Sky Blue. Julia Hart, this gear tonight. It was good. It was good. Okay, and I got to give it to the other girls, but Julia Hart, she said, I'm champion and I'm stepping on these girls next. 
she looked really good tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where I just started writing about commentary because Stokely <laughs> and Nigel was just too much, too <laughs> much tonight. Nigel said he had a spotter in case Mariah May blew a kiss at him during this match so he doesn't faint. Nigel McGuinness, bro, go outside. <laughs> during the match, Sky Blue, unfortunately, what fortunately was taking a beating. But I will say to Sky Blue's credit, she has gotten so much better. And this girl is tough, like built yes. for tough. Um, Stokely Hathaway at this point says, no one's blowing kisses at you, Nigel. <laughs> I just realized the rest of my notes is just Stokely Hathaway quotes. <laughs> Stokely at one point says, when they talk about Sky Blue's improvement, he said, yeah, it works. It's called possession. (laughs) Of course Mm. it works. Uh, There was a double back elbow from the middle rope from Chris Statlander on both Julia Hart and Sky Blue. And they had talked at that point. It's like, oh, Chris Statlander's really worked up. What's your secret, Stokely? He said, we got her listening to Glorilla before the match. I'm like, yo, get this man off commentary. (laughs) Yeah, Glow. <laughs> I love Glorilla too, but Stokely Hathaway, please. This is a professional program. <laughs> the end ends with um there was an awkward long tag between Sky Blue and Julia Hart, and commentary played it up like Sky Blue was just waiting her moment, calling her shot. But it ended up with her getting a big pounce into a to babe with that power bomb from Willow. And uh I think it's the first time. Uh, I'm sorry, Willow pinned Sky Blue. And I think this is the first time Julia Hart has lost since becoming TBS champion, period. Mm. And she was pissed yeah. after the match. Hey, technically, she didn't lose, you know. Okay, true. True. Um, always argue that with her. <laughs> this, one, one of the funniest things that I think is unintentionally funny about this match is them trying to not say that Sky Blue is in the House of Black. Because somebody did at one point. They're like, no, no, mm-hmm. no, she's not in the House of Black. She's associated with them, you know. She's <coughs> oh. just doing a darker gimmick. Not in House of Black, though. I was like, oh, okay. Um, and, and if you <laughs> notice, you never see Malachi Black talk about her in this group. And I thought that was very telling that they said on the commentary. Um, I chuckled at it very hard. Maybe it was just me, but I thought it was very funny. Um, <laughs> I said, no, 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 no. She hangs out with them. No, no, no. Not she's not them. in the group. She just hangs out with Julia. She's Julia's friend. Um <laughs> Um, but uh, the the thing that I got away from this right away was Julia is still very much over. Came out and had a big pop straight away uh, during her entrance. Um, I thought that that was cool. I thought her entrance still looks great. Sky Blue continues to improve. But listen, Chris Statlander is amazing. Like incredible wrestler. Like for most of this match, I was just sitting there like. She's very, very good at the grabs. Um, all of her sequences where she was dominating, she just looks incredible. Um, Willow also is very, very good at the wrestling, very good at the baby face stuff. Um, I pop every time she does the pounce. Um, it just looks it's so great. good. Um, and she got the win here. I was excited she got the win. I thought the after promo that they put up online was great because it was just like, yeah, we are a family and we're coming for gold now. And I was like, but which one of you are coming for gold? That's the question here because there are two of you. There are no tag titles. So which one of you are challenging for gold? Yeah, this was interesting. I love Stokely on commentary. The fact that he was saying we have our eyes on the TBS championship. Sir, who is we? What's what's going on? Like... <laughs> Who is we? Eyes on the TVS. Who is we? Right. Um. They had a great um 
stereo delayed vertical suplex. I love yeah. when moves get done at the same time. It's I, I love that. So uh, Willow and Chris picking up the win. I do like them as a team, but I also think they are fantastic singles competitors. Mm. So I would push them further as not a tag team. Same thing with Julia and Sky Blue. I think that they are fantastic by themselves. So unless they're going to give us a like legit tag division for the women, I think we can step away from always like pairing them up because I feel like we've seen a variety of this match a couple times, but you know, it was really great to see Julia back. Um, she looked fantastic tonight. And I feel like every time we see sky blue have a match, she just gets cleaner every time and she just hits harder. It, it, it looks great. I agree. I just, I also want to bring up the fact that we never talk about how Willow won the Owen cart cut tournament. And it's like, we bring up how Chris is a former TBS champion, but we never bring up this cup. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Like, put like, are we respecting the cup or not? Nah? Because the matches were good, you know? Put some respect on the cup. Period. <laughs> <laughs> the pimp cup. The Owen Hart pimp cup. <laughs> Shameful. Um, yeah, I agree. <laughs> they should put more respect on her uh, Owen Hart cup win. Um, but, yeah, I'm curious to see where they go because they're together, essentially, because they have shared enemies in Julia and Sky Blue and their friends. But I'm just wondering how long is this union going to last? It just feels like Stokely is just waiting to drive a wedge in between Uh them. He's been trying the entire time. Um, So I guess stay tuned, I guess. Stokely is the best and the worst thing. At the same time. At the same time. time. Like Don Callis, like Christian Cage, like you guys are just so good. I hate you for it. (laughs) But you know who doesn't hate us for it? We got an Andrew Tipton sending in $10 super chat with sublime generosity. Thank you so much, Andrew. We appreciate you. Now we get into AW Revolution proper. And speaking of father of the year, Christian Cage, we're starting off with Christian Cage with the TNT title shot versus Daniel Garcia. Now, Daniel Garcia came out by himself. And commentary originally said that Daddy Magic was injured last night on collision. Not collision. Um, yeah, it was collision. Yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. So Christian Cage comes out with the patriarchy. Mama Wayne, Nick Wayne, kill switch. And it's a lot of grandstanding in the beginning. I wrote that he's not going to lose, but I think Christian Cage lose on Father's Day. And that's my pitch. And if it happens, I want my 4%. But at this point, wait, Christian wait. Cage- Four percent. That needs to be a little higher. Okay, we need to bump that up at least ten. I know those was rookie numbers, but I gotta get what I can get. I can't even get a call back, man. <laughs> I can't even get a call back. So we single digits now, man. <laughs> so I think he should lose it on Father's Day. But this match was a great match. I want to say ever since that Continental Classic, Daniel Garcia has just been improving and getting better and better and better. So. <clears throat> First note after that is Nigel McGinnis is annoying AF. So (laughs) you have the match. Daniel Garcia is putting the beats to Christian Cage. He throws him out the ring, to which Christian Cage then calls a family meeting. During the match, come on, dogs. Don't disrespect me like that. I'm here to watch real wrestling. So Daniel Garcia gets pushed off the top rope after he tries to give him the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. And... It was really, really bad because I thought that tumble he took looked gnarly. The way he was selling, I thought he landed on his head. Um, Cage was throwing Daniel Garcia around until 
He finally gets Christian Cage back up, hits him with the 10 count. And I was, and I literally wrote, I know Iridian Potts for this. He hits him with the mm, right to the face. I'm like, as you should, Christian Cage is legitimately the worst. <sighs> the end of the match, of course, we get some shenanigans. Mama Wayne cheats once. It doesn't matter. Daniel Garcia kicks out. But Mama Wayne cheats again. She gets in the rest face. Nick Wayne gets hit by Daniel Garcia. <sighs> this is after Garcia took a kill switch and kicked out. Just for him to take, no, he got hit by kill switch. Sorry. Then he takes a kill switch for the win for Gar, not Garcia, for Cage to retain. Iridian, are you sick of his dad? How do you feel? The match itself was good, in my opinion. But how do you feel about Christian Cage? Because I feel like he can't keep getting away with this. <laughs> you know what? This match was really great storytelling. I mm -hmm. think that, you know, the fact that Christian was not easing up on Danny Garcia at all throughout the first half like he was being petty he was cheating and I was just really tired of it I was like no we can't keep doing this he can't keep getting away with it Danny was not backing down though so I I really liked that but it just like it was building up frustration the fact that Nick kept getting involved the fact that Killswitch was there the fact that you know Nick's mom was also there it's like can we just let them fight because we know Danny can go right uh -huh. so when Daddy Magic came out, I'm like, finally, we're evening things out here a little bit. It's getting better. But, um, you know, the, the numbers caught up to to Danny eventually. But I was like, this is just such good storytelling. I didn't mind that Danny um, didn't, you know, pick up the, the win. But this isn't the last time that they're going to be seeing each other. Because there's Christian, there's just no way he's going to let this go. He's going to try to rub it in his face. Uh -huh. And I'm just going to be so sick of it. Like, I'm, I'm tired already. <laughs> Phil, do you see a 2.0 getting back together to challenge Christian Cage in some form of kill switch or Nick Wayne? Um, yeah, I don't know, because uh, Cool Hand is, like, going out on dates now. Uh, Paige's brother, like, beat this guy down and then yelled in his face afterwards. Uh, <laughs> very uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't know. I don't know where we're going with that. But um, I enjoyed this match. I thought it was a good opener. Um, I think Christian's still great as a heel. Um I enjoyed Daniel coming out with the big uh, West Side Gun jacket on with scorpions all over it. I thought that was a cool touch for tonight as a tribute to Sting. Um, of course, West Side was also front row. Um, but yeah, the, the shenanigans galore, a lot of cheating, yeah. what I would expect out of a Christian match. But I thought Garcia got a lot out of the spot. I was very happy to see him on this pay-per-view. I would have liked to see him pick up the win, uh -huh. but... Very happy with the story they're telling with him. I think the the promo that he cut afterwards was really good backstage. Um, Daddy Magic told him basically, "Did you did you think you that it was over? You're going to pick up some wins. You were never going to lose again. No, we got to stick through it." And really, really good stuff. Yeah, that's a good friend. And also to your point, we got a super chat from Vasco saying Garcia with the sting jacket was fire. The match was good. That was a hard sting jacket. It kind of low key reminded me of like. The old school leather jackets from early 2000, late 90s. You have like the eight ball or you have like a bunch of like skulls and whatnot on it. Yeah. It kind of reminded me of the uh, the leather jacket with all the NBA logos on it. Yes. <laughs> it's a good jacket. That match I thought was fantastic. And it was followed up by another fantastic match. We had the Continental Championship with no outside interference. And I'm going to ask the both y'all, did they say 60 minutes or 16 minutes? Because I heard one six. And I thought that was a very specific number. I think I heard 60. But maybe it's the way they said it. 
Maybe it was a little, a little rushed. I wrote 16. Phil, what did you hear? I was not paying attention when they said the time limit. So I, I, I believe they said, I believe they said 60. All right. Well, in my mind, I heard 16 and that's about how long this match went. So. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm assuming it's 60 because 16 is a very arbitrary number. <laughs> like, Why did they say 16? That's just so weird. I know we on a time limit, but 16 seems weird. Like not 20. Like, yeah. <laughs> So that was um, there was no outside interference, and I did I did like the touch that both men and this was I'm sorry between Eddie Kingston and Brian Danielson for the Continental Champion because Eddie Kingston has three titles. Um, I did like the touch that they were both so laser focused that Lexi Nair had to introduce um, Danielson and Renee had to introduce Kingston. This match was exactly what you thought it was going to be. You had grumpy uncle who could fight and always going to tell you I could fight and slim uncle who's like, well, maybe you should do some yoga and I could fight too. That's exactly what we got. And it was everything I needed it to be. The chest chops Eddie Kingston was giving and giving back to Brian Danielson. At one point I was like, yo, I felt that. I do not want this. Um, there was a chest chops to Eddie Kingston on the outside so hard that Eddie Kingston ended up chopping the post. And that was the beginning of the end for Eddie's hand. There was a Death Valley driver on the apron, on the outside, onto Eddie Kingston from Brian Danielson. And Brian Danielson, from that point on, was just targeting this man's wrist and his fingies. His whole arm was looking like spaghetti and pasta. It was gross. Um, there were some hammer elbows as a counter to Brian Danielson's joint manipulation from Kingston. And all things considered, this was the most behaved Nigel McGinnis was all night. I thought Nigel Begins was going to have that heat because the clam dig was wrestling, but he was giving <laughs> Daniel Bryanson his flowers this whole match. But as soon as the next match came, he was back to hating on him, which I thought was crazy. So I'm like, yo, so so Brian Danielson is uh, Debo. When he come around, you be shutting up, but when he leave, you be talking again. I see you, Nigel. Yeah. I see you. We get the end of this match, which was, <sighs> okay. They started just yeeting each other, and I put, God damn. And then Eddie Kingston hits. Because <laughs> that's what it was at one point. They were just throwing one German this way, one German the other way. And at one point, Eddie Kingston looks at Brian Danson after he get yeeted and just lariats him. Like, get the out of here. You're not going to keep doing that to me. He hits him with a spinning back fist into a powerbomb stack win for Eddie Kingston. Bro, I am such an Eddie Kingston stan. And I was telling my friends in Discord that we were watching it that Eddie Kingston has that underdog mankind kind of i want to root for you bro i i want i want you to win so bad i want you to win so bad uh before we get into the post match phil what did you think of this match i feel like this is this was your speed i feel like this was your kind of match this was a banger i knew we were in for something special when they cut to every, the guys in the back warming up and they wouldn't even come and do their interview they just had lexi near doing an analysis and then they had renee doing an analysis and with them behind them and uh when they came out, we got the dueling chance for both guys. The atmosphere for it was fire. And then these guys proceeded to beat the shit out of each other. Um, I knew Brian was coming with that energy because Brian has kept this energy the entire time. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? 
The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. I am am coming to tap you out. And, buddy, he was folding my man up. After Eddie (laughs) hit his arm up on the the, uh, post. He started. He starts smelling blood and targeting the wrist. As he said in the post interview, "I'm really good at fucking people up." And I could tell at one point I fucked his wrist up. And buddy, I believe it because there were several points where I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> let him go." He's like, "Bro, what are you doing?" <laughs> An old unhanded man. Uh, he did like a, a butterfly suplex off the top rope at one point. Transitioned it into this arm bar, and then transitioned it again when he couldn't get the label. Lock in. Incredible stuff. Several several of the holds he did here. I was just like, I mean, it's Brian. He's greatest of all time. One of the greatest wrestlers we've ever seen wrestle. But I still watch this guy in awe sometimes. Like, how is he doing this this technical wizardry that he manages to do every time? And it just wasn't enough because Eddie Kingston was hitting him with these hands, giving him the hands as much as he can, pulling out exploder suplexes as a tribute to Jun Akiyama. Um Really, really banger of a match. I knew that Eddie was winning, but man, the way we got there, the execution of it, one of the best matches on this card by far. Yeah. Meridian. Yeah. This one, no, no. This one was, was really good. Uh, just following up on what Phil said, this, it, it was just such a hard hitting match. And I think we were able to really see how the crowd was going to be. Like they were good for the first match, but I think the crowd was so invested in this match. It just uh-huh. really came through on TV. And uh, I love the details on uh, Danielson's gear because it was like little scales. And I'm like, oh, American Dragon scales. Love to see it. Like, I thought that was just such a cute little thing. But that match was so aggressive. And yes. I was just thinking throughout the match. I'm like, man, 
these guys are such good wrestlers. Like they're great wrestlers, mm -hmm. a great crowd. And then I'm like, this, these pay-per-views always deliver. Like I was just on such a high watching this and man, I could not believe that Eddie won. I, I think I was just so focused on like their beef that in the moment when they rung the bell and they're like, and still champion, I was like, wait, wait a minute, Eddie. Okay. Fantastic. Um, after I got over the shock, I was like, period. Eddie, you deserve it. You deserve the world. Love it. And they ended up shaking hands. I really thought they weren't going to do it. I really thought he wasn't going to do it. I was scared. But I was upset for a hot second. Like, Brian Danielson, knock it off. He beat you twice now. Don't do that. Don't do that. Shake his hand. Two times. Two times. Yeah, two times. He, and you hit the pump fake. I respect it. Afterwards, he raised his hand, as you should. I, too, like you already, I was like, yo. Eddie got mad belts, bro. So uh, someone going to lose it. It might be Eddie. It might be Eddie. And listen, again, back to my Ring of Honor complaint. You got to defend the Ring of Honor belt on Ring of Honor sometime. Yes. You got to do that. You got. But I loved it. I loved it. I think, again, Eddie Kingston could have all the championships. And someone was like, so you going to defend that? And I would say, yes, I would. Absolutely. Yes, I would. Yes, I would. Yeah. So what a great match. Um, I want to grab some of these super chats because we've got a lot. And thank you guys so much for showing love. Um, we got another one from Andrew Tipton that says Sting is showing up next, showing up in WWE next week to check challenge Roman for the title at Mania. I will say respectfully that Delulu is the Salulu in 24, but that's that's different. That's a yeah. different type of Delulu. That's wishful thinking. It's, we, we can't be Delulu all the time, right? We got to yeah. maybe give it a day of rest, and maybe today was a day to rest. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I respectfully, respectfully. I, I, I wouldn't, I, no. <laughs> just, no. Just stop, just stop, just stop, no. just stop, just stop. Sorry, respectfully, respectfully. I mean, that would, I, I would gag. I would, I would issue a public apology if that actually happened. I would, on Twitter, I would tag you, be like, yo, my fault. I was wrong. <laughs> but I, I, I'm 99% sure that's, nah. it'd be cute. It'd be a cute game day. No, the only thing we wanted him to go over there and do is do the, to take her match. Excuse me. He's not, he's not there no more. So, well, there's no reason. That's a fact. That's a fact. And not for nothing, when we get to it, I do feel like, the way they sent Sting off, he would not have gotten that in the Fed. So, no, yeah, not at all. No. Next, we have the match that everything was five stars on this. By the way, this was the only one that gets four point seven five because this should have been my meat match, and I got the eight man all star scramble. Now, I'm not going to be mean, but my eyes are on you, Tony Khan. Okay, you had Willie Mack, you had a whole who else? Who you had Willow Nightingale? You you could have put her in the match. Come on now, bro. He don't he don't like intergender wrestling. It don't seem like you had Bear Boulder, you had Iron Savages, you had the workhorse. I could keep naming the meaty men and not to say that I have an affinity, but I know what I like. And I'm just saying you have enough of them where you could have done it. This match was fine. This match was fine. This match was great. This was the eight-man all-star scramble. You had Hook versus Powerhouse Haas versus Lance Archer with Jake the Snake. <clears throat> who I was surprised didn't really interfere versus Magnus from CMLL versus Brian Cage with Prince Nana versus Wardlow with Undisputed Kingdom versus Dante Martin versus King, Jer King Jericho, Chris Jericho. King now, Jericho? I mean, that might be his new gimmick. I'm out of this. Don't do this to us. Please don't. King Booker, King Jericho. Listen, if this guy walks out with a crown on, on dynamite, I'm going to like scream at the ceiling. Crystal, <laughs> what have you done? 
he's gonna get crowned at the dynasty show so. <laughs> no. yes he's he's gonna be at the dynasty show i guess we're all going to missouri hey what are y'all doing it's the end of april uh this match was great at the beginning of the match brian cage tells hook don't be coming back now and the first five three minutes was i guess the meat match because there was power move oh it was me me chance me yeah. chance they flexed that first yes big e was somewhere like he, 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 smiling laughing i know i was i was getting a giggle they had meat forever chance and like i saw the right willie matt could have been here i is savages could have been here why are there skinny men here <laughs> there was a beautiful power slam on lance archer and then the same spots that the big meaty men were doing the I call them lean beef started doing. And I don't know what we should start chanting when they do that. So we just all start chanting in my house, skinny, skinny. <laughs> that's, that's all we got. That's all we got. If you got something better, what do you chant when the lean beef starts to Because lean beef don't don't ring the same as meat. So it just got skinny. Um, oh, I also wrote Slim Jim, but that doesn't work for everyone. You know, some people are more yeah. than a Slim Jim. Um, I will say... The only exception I will make is for Hook, because Hook versus Joe, I'm, I know he can hang with the big boys. He's His dad is Taz, you know what I mean? So, And in true Taz fashion, Hook was out here giving people suplex. He was being the human suplex machine, and these were not small men. At one no. point, he suplexed Brian Cage. I was like, boy, if you don't put that boy down, you're going to give yourself a hernia. You better stop. You better stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I'm not sorry. <laughs> also, Magnus was cooking. At one point, um, Dante Martin goes to go outside the ring and he hits a flop. And somebody in my house said flop. Dollar said, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do my guy Dante like that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Both men try that. You do it to a tope suicida. Because I can't. I can't. Anyway, we get the end of this match with a power bomb with impunity on poor Dante Martin from Wardlow. He didn't deserve that. My light-skinned brethren did not deserve that. They really just should have had other meaty men in there because when I say he almost pulled Dante Martin out his pants to powerbomb that man, it was brutal. It was it was a good match. I was quite sports entertained. Um, there was a spot, too, where <laughs> Taz starts complaining about the fog liquid because Jericho threw it in someone's face. And Taz is like, I don't need your stinking water, Shafani. What That's did you great. think about our um, our mixed meat charcuterie match, Iridian? <laughs> you know what? Jericho being in the middle has me dead because it was like one of these things is not like the other, right? You got the heavyweights and then you got the cruiserweights and then you got Jericho. So I was like, mm, interesting choice here. But th they had a, another great double uh, moment here with the stereo line salts from uh, yes. Jericho and Magnus beautiful it was so beautiful but the fact that wardlow pinned dante just does not sit well with me same because i feel like that does nothing for wardlow really you should have pinned another meaty man honestly Agreed. i feel like you know we talk about how great lance archer is but if he's gonna get pinned this would have been the match to do it right I or, mean, come out, okay lance archer gets pinned every time in aew give him a break tonight was his off night. No. listen man he he be coming out there hitting the everybody dies it's a lot of people living bro like <laughs> i don't know man <laughs> 
Listen, I was on the post show yesterday talking about how I wanted Lance Archer to win. And the fact that he did it, it also hurts my heart. So Lance Archer didn't win. Sad for me. Dante getting pinned, super sad. Like, come on. This man just can't catch a break. And Wardlow, it, this doesn't do any favors for him. It really doesn't. Um, I guess the biggest pop for Wardlow was when he was accompanied to the ring by Adam Cole, baby. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know what they're going to do with Wardlow, but I don't think tonight was great for him. I mean, it was a great match, but mm -hmm. I was like, mm, I don't know about that ending. Phil, what do you think? Yeah, I, I think this was a good palate cleanser after we came, um, after the hard-hitting hitting technical wizardry of the match before that. Um, this was a good spectacle. Like, we got, like, a mix of what could have been the meat match, and then we got Dante doing the cruiserweight stuff. We got Magnus being Magnus. Uh, Jericho was in between doing Jericho things. Um, it, was, it was fun. It was a fun match. It was a much better match than I thought when it first was announced. I was like, how does this fit on this card and why are we doing this? But okay, uh, I enjoyed it well enough. I, I figured Warlow was winning. The second I saw Dante, I was like, Dante is eating this pen, buddy. I knew it the second I saw him on that graphic. I was like, yeah, he's eating this pen. And sure enough, he ended up eating this pen. Um, all of the Warlow spots still hit for me when he does that little dramatic uh, Larry he does where he stretches back with both arms. Mm -hmm. Still hits for me. The power bomb still hit for me. But I just don't believe that he's winning anything. I knew from the second that this was built that he was going to win. Yeah. And I knew based on what I thought was going to happen in the world title match. It's like, okay, this is how we get back to Wardlow and Joe. This is how we... <clears throat> This is how we get back to the storyline with Cole and, and Wardlow. But I was like, I don't for a second believe that Wardlow is beating Joe. Um, and so I don't want to say this did nothing for him, but I just don't believe he's going to win. So what does it really do? <laughs> I think you just want more for him afterwards because I, I agree with you in that sense. We've kind of done this song and dance with Wardlow, and yeah. he's also even referenced it in a promo that every time I get close, y'all put a rocket to my back just to turn that rocket right the other way for me to go right back down to the bottom of the card. Yeah. I don't yeah. think Joe is the guy. I think, you know, maybe beat up Roderick Strong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean I, I do think it's cool that he's getting a world title match. Um, it feels like it's like a year or so too late. I feel like he was really yeah. hot at one point and he should have gotten it then. Um, I do think Wardlow versus Joe is going to be very good, but I just don't believe he's going to win. And that's unfortunate because I think he's so talented. Yeah, but, you know, good win for him. I, I was very surprised instead of turning this into – Whatever the scramble was, they didn't do the face of the revolution match with the ring. But I suppose you didn't want to have him win the same match. So maybe that's why. Mm -hmm. I don't know. <laughs> well, we're going to do a quick little thought exercise because we have a super chat from Yes Boy, $20. Thank you so much. This was from our last match when we were talking about Brian Danielson and Eddie Kingston. He said, would Punk have been in this match? Brian kept calling him a bum but would never respect him unless he beat him and shook his hand. Punk would have been against Kingston and shook his hand. So I get context clues is saying that you're asking, do you think Punk would have been in the same position and would have done the job for Eddie and shook his hand? Honestly, uh, I don't know. Um, I don't know if I believe he would have been in the same <laughs> position, but you can tell the building block for this match was built off of all of the Punk and uh, Eddie stuff. I mean, the fact that it was predominantly on collision, I thought it was very funny that that is one of the lingering punk things on collision, him being called a bum, because of course that's from their, their feud. 
Um, but I don't think that like necessarily that means that this would have been his feud. Maybe they would have had a rematch after their other revolution match. But I think this was a good way to wrap that stuff up with Punk not being in the company anymore, especially seeing how there are a lot of similarities between Punk and Brian. They're both friends as well. And, I mean, during that feud, Eddie also was like, yeah, you and Brian, you, you guys both did not show me the proper respect. I was expecting during that uh, post-interview, by the way, when he was naming all the people, like, I just wanted to be respectful for the boys. I was like, is he going to say punk? But, of course, he did not because that's probably a no-no in that company. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if he would. I mean, he definitely would shake his hand. I don't know if they would be in the same position. I also think if tonight if it was Eddie versus Punk, I don't think we would have gotten the same caliber of match. And that's no shade to Punk, but like there was something about Danielson and Eddie at this moment tonight that it was just amazing. And I don't think we would have gotten that with a Punk and and Eddie match in the same like stipulation. I agree with that. I think Punk would have had to be across from someone like an MJF or someone he has history with in order for that to make sense. I think that... to the point I was making earlier about Eddie being so over, like mankind, him against someone, Daniel Bryanson, who were like, bro, we don't want you to retire. You, I'm sorry, Brian Danielson, like, we don't want you to retire. You still got it. And you say you're going to do it to spend time with your kid. I can't be mad about that, but I'm mad about that. I'm mad. I mean? I'm mad. I'm not mad, but I'm mad. You know? So like, it's it was a great crescendo, like you said, a way to capstone off the last little bit of the CM Punk that we had lingering on in AEW. And honestly, I miss the whole CM Punk thing, so I don't have the nostalgia for it. I I, I just call him corporate mandate Boy. punk now. I'm sorry. <laughs> Boy, that that was one of my favorite punk feuds. I mean, everything about it, their promos together, the match where um, Eddie starts up hitting him with a spinning fist right away and then laughing right in his face. <laughs> I loved it so much. Such a great feud. <laughs> And the next match, when we were talking about the all-star scramble, we got Tyrone Kidd with a $2 super chat saying, Hook was fresh meat. Jericho was expired meat. I mean, maybe oh, no. spiced meat. He just came back from a cruise. A little, little, <laughs> little bit of age. A little age on it. It's still good. It's still like good. A good dry age. A good dry age prime rib. I mean, I guess it'd be lion rib, you know, lion tamer. But I... yeah, you know, a little All age right. on it. It's still good. It's still good. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> Little meat on sale, maybe. Not the meat on sale. <laughs> manager special. I mean, the manager special still goes. He about to be King Jericho. <laughs> Stop it. Stop. Don't do this. Oh, my God. I don't know if you guys saw this, but somebody just referenced the Dylon thing. Have you guys seen this clip of Dylon talking about how much he hated what the D- Dave Chappelle joke did to his career, how it burned him? He never recovered. Mm-hmm. He was just I, like he was. He was very upset about it. I laughed very hard about it. I I didn't mean to laugh at his pain, but it was very funny to me. <laughs> I was like, this guy is not happy about this at all. It was like it was like Danhausen, you know, and and his curse. You just you didn't come back from it. No. <laughs> you know what? I think this is a great time to do this super chat as well. We got a five dollar super chat. Said this show was amazing. The meetup was phenomenal. It was so cool meeting everyone. Sean is so tall. People at Fightful are very nice. We say you're cursed. <laughs> five folks select y'all. The best five bucks in the business. You can be a subscriber too. You too can be cursed with wrestling knowledge. <laughs> Next match. We got an international title shot. Roderick Strong with the Undisputed Kingdom 
versus Orange Cassidy. All things considered, Orange Cassidy lost fair and square. He did. Sheep. Can't. Yep. Undisputed Error stayed right by Adam Cole, baby, and his bum-ass ankle. So nobody cheated. Orange Cassidy, literally after months and months of being a blood orange, it finally caught up with him. <clears throat> um, first of all, I want to give a shout-out to Roderick Strong's mask because I don't know what that was. It was spooky. It was creepy, and I never want to see it again. So. You know, you know what it reminded me of. I don't know if you guys saw that like Willy Wonka experience that went viral, of that place that put on like a Willy Wonka esque show, and it was like a complete scam, and there was this scary person. <laughs> That's scamming. <in> <laughs> you 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 lost me at Willy Wonka experience. Oh, that sounds like a scam. <laughs> it was. It did sound like a scam straight away. I was like, nah, they definitely scamming in this. <laughs> You have to look it up because there's a man in a mask with like a little wig. Look like Roderick Strong from tonight, honestly. Yeah. No. I, I don't know why I was hoping for an MF Doom. I'm like, no, that's Eric Young's gimmick. I'm like, what's going what's what's about to transpire? And when he took it, I was like, put it back on. <laughs> I put the hood back on. Um, okay. Well, we start off the match the way we thought it was. Orange Cassidy is heavily taped up. Roderick Strong, this whole match. OD'd on Orange Cassidy, chest chop. To quote Lady Gaga, chest chop, backbreaker, body slam, another chest chop, backbreaker, body slam. That was the whole, I, I, I want to say that Orange Cassidy is really good at selling as well. Yes. Because I thought that this man was dying, dying, yes. dying, dying in peril. Like call the cops, throw in the towel. Um, Orange Cassidy at some point hits two DDTs on Roderick Strong, and even the Panama Sun Mars on Roderick Strong. And Roderick Strong, with the power vested in his mustache, still kicks out, bro. We ended up getting the end of heartbreak at the end for a new champion. And I had made the joke in my Discord again, because I do watch wrestling with my friends, that, oh, you know who Orange Cassie reminds me of? Saitama from One Punch Man. Everything's a joke until it's not that he gets serious. But I've never seen Saitama lose tonight. I saw Saitama lose, and Iridian can attest to this. I've been saying that there are some hardworking people in wrestling, and Orange Cassidy is one of them. While I am very sad that he lost, I think he was a phenomenal champion. Get a massage. Go yeah, to Disney World. Go like go see Beyonce's new country album tour. Like go on vacation. You just you deserve it. It was a great match, but Roderick Strong beat this man's ass. Yes, like, there's did. no other way to put that. He he broke that man's back, slapped his nipples off, and sent him on his way. Oridian, what did you think of this match? Man, poor Orange. I feel like they put this man through it tonight, right? Orange getting gut-wrenched from the top rope, bouncing <laughs> up. Like, I, I've never seen somebody's body contort like that until later in the night. But <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Darby, what you mean? But <laughs> But we'll talk about that. Oh, man. Roddy, it's insane. Really insane stuff. And I also, you know, we talk about Orange just being a workhorseman in AW. That man needs a vacation. And hopefully, I, we don't see him on Dynamite. I need a break. All right, sir, I know he, you need a break, too. So send him to Disney. All expenses paid. Tony, I know you got it in the budget. Like, give him two, three weeks. It's going to be all right. We're going to miss him. But 
man, Orange really put through it tonight, but he was still fighting back. Yeah. And that's just something that like in your heart, you're like, man, that's Orange Cassidy. Like, that's what I love about him. Um, he's not the biggest guy, but you know, he's going to keep fighting till the very end. So um, I was hoping that Orange kept the championship tonight, but that's not how it went down. And I knew in the back of my mind, I'm like, dang, Roddy might take it. I don't know what they're going to do with it now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, think that Roddy's going to hold it for a long time, but um, I'm glad that Orange is hopefully going to get a much-needed vacation. What did you think about this, Phil, before we get into the post-match? Uh, I, you know, Orange Cassidy had a moment where it looked like he was going to get to go away and have his ride off into the sunset after he lost to Mox, and you know, he had carried that belt for a long time and he was hurt, and so I thought, you know, finally he's out of the clear. And then Mox got hurt, and they had to put the belt back on him. And I was like, ah, man, can't have a break after all. Um, but, you know, he did well with what he's he's been given to do. I've been kind of done with the storyline of him being a uh, overworked War Curse champion for a while because we've been doing it for a long time. So I think it was time. I think it was time to put the belt on somebody else. And, buddy, when Roderick Strong signed with this company, I did not sign up for this guy to be yelling people's names. I did not sign up for the cartoonish stuff. All of that stuff was fun for a while, but it got old very fast. I was signed up to watch this man break people's backs and hit them, hit people very hard in their face with stiff knees. And buddy, we are back, man. We are back. Our Messiah of the backbreaker is back. He came out there with that cape on. He saw my man was wrapped in kinesio tape, and he was rubbing his hands together <laughs> the entire time like, I am going to hurt this man, and I loved every second of it. He beat the ever-living shit out of this man, and I enjoyed every second of it. He was dumping this guy on his back, hitting him with the knees. At one point, I was like, man, maybe they're going to cheat. Nope, beat him clean as a whistle. <laughs> Yeah, I loved it. It was great. After it was finished, I was like, we are back. Our, this was really a great night for Undisputed uh, uh-huh. Kingdom. Most people are not saying this, but they won two matches in a row. They're on a way to possibly adding more gold. Warlow's not winning, but, you know, they've added more gold to their collection here because they have the ROH Tag Team Championship, and now they have the International Championship. For now. So, <laughs> to quote Phil, and to also quote Lewis, Roddy Strong, a machine built for grabs. I, I'm inclined to agree. I don't want to agree. I'm inclined to agree that Roderick Strong really beat this man up. But if we're going to go back now to Stokely Hathaway, yes, boy, sends us another super chat. Thank you so much for supporting us. It said, Stat press landed her opponent. Then Stokely teeted. Stat was on her Philip Bank shit last night. Can someone confiscate his phone? <laughs> uh, yeah. There are a few people who can talk the way that Stokely can Mm. and fight with your mama because this is my list. But Stokely, Zelina, and Paul Heyman will talk you under a bridge and into something that you shouldn't be in or out of something that you shouldn't have been in in the first place. So (laughs) Stokely Hathaway is somebody's like, yo, I can't even get into a joke contest with you. I I might have to beat you. I might have because you're funny. You're a funny guy. And I can't have that. All right, we are at the halfway point, ladies and gentlemen. 
Don't forget to send in your Humper Chats and your Super Chats. We really appreciate you. Let's get into this post-match. After the match, the Undisputed Kingdom gets in the ring. Like, yeah, it's bronies, yeah. And then some homeless-looking man jumps in the ring. So we're all like, who's this? Oh, my God. Who is this man? Like, clearly, he works here because security would have got him. Kyle O'Reilly is back. Uh, now, I thought for a brief second, Kyle O'Reilly was about to start beating up Orange Cassidy. I'm like, yo, he's been through enough. Please, don't. Then the Undisputed Kingdom, then he helps Roderick Strong. And I'm like, okay, that tracks. Do I like it necessarily? No, but that tracks. That's your boy. You guys have been through some stuff. All you need is the guy who's down by the dock singing in haunted boats, and you guys will be back together. So they take off their Undisputed Kingdom shirt, go to hand it to him. Kyle O'Reilly whispers something in Roderick Strong's ear. What do you guys think he whispered in Roderick Strong's ear? Wrong answers only in the comments. Thank you. And um, and then walks off. I imagine he said, these guys are lames. What are you doing, bro? I mess with you. Nice mustache. But Matt Taven and Mike Bennett, yuck. What did, um, what did Cat Williams say? It's not like you to associate... <laughs> I'm <laughs> becoming of you to associate with losers or something like that. <laughs> Liars. <laughs> no. Nah. So what did you think? <laughs> I, I I immediately was ecstatic because I have missed Kyle O'Reilly so much. He's he was for a long time my favorite member of Undisputed Era. And so I was super excited to see him back. At some point, we did not know if he was going to be able to come back and wrestle. Um, they were making this injury sound very bleak. And so I was super duper excited to see him. Um, he looked a little bit scraggly, looked like uh, he was still wearing his workout clothes. Um, and no, I didn't blame him. When uh, when uh, <laughs> when Bennett took his shirt off, I was like, no, nah, he's not going to wear your sweaty shirt that yes, you've been walking no, around what? pouring sweat into this entire time. I'm putting that on like what are you talking about i'm not putting that shirt on what's wrong with you give me a fresh clean shirt bro that's <laughs> crazy um no that, that's that, that's crazy i'm not putting that shirt on um but i don't know what he whispered but it did feel like he was just kind of like man i've been away a long time i'm a changed man i don't know if i'm here to rock out and kick people very hard anymore like we used to maybe i just want to hang out with my friends and have fun wrestling matches I do think he's going to turn and he's going to eventually join him, guys. It's just going to take some time coasting and manipulating from one Adam Cole. Yeah. I was very excited. I knew immediately that it was Kyle, and I was really glad to see him because he was recovering from an injury. I think it was neck neck fusion surgery that he had, and that's not, like, something tiny. So really, really glad to see him back. And I immediately, I was like, no, don't do it, Kyle. Don't join them. Like, you you just got back. <laughs> like, don't associate yourself. Like, we can't be doing this. I was like, yeah. Adam's still injured. You got time. Adam can get better. Then we can bring the whole gang back together without the, the kingdom, right? I, I think it's all right. But again, we have a lot of factions. We're getting a lot of factions in AEW, which is going to be a problem. So... I'm I'm glad Kyle's back, and I wonder what they're gonna do with him. But yeah, the, the sweaty T-shirt was not a good idea. <laughs> he's, he's eventually gonna join. The first time I heard the undisputed, the undisputed Kingdom's um, theme song, and I heard that guitar solo, I was like, Kyle's coming, man. He's For gonna him. belt yeah. out to that joint. Like, come on. Yeah. So if you guys had to make a bet, 
of Kyle O'Reilly's coming back. Bet Online got your betting odds. BetOnline.ag is the official betting partner of Fightful. 100% of the time when you get the odds from Fightful, they are coming from BetOnline.ag. And it's not just wrestling. It's not just MMA and boxing. It's football, it's basketball, baseball, hockey. They have the earliest lines. You can bet big with the high limits and rebet functionality. They have the fastest payouts with winnings paid in minutes and the industry's best bonuses on every qualifying deposit. They've been trusted for 25 plus years. It's not some fly-by-night company. BetOnline AG has been there. They've done that. In addition, they're trusted by millions. They've got VIP rewards programs and a ton of popular games. BetOnline.ag, that's where I go to make my bets. That's where I suggest you go to, my friends. Please just bet what you can and bet responsibly. Bet what you can. Bet what you can. Bet responsibly. Donate to Fightful. Or we'll come and break your knees. I'm kidding. We won't do that. We won't do that. I bet you didn't think you were going to see all of that stock footage being excited about sports betting, but you did. (laughs) BetOnline.a, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) That's where you get all your your odds from. And speaking of odds... This this whole pay-per-view, I can't stop enough and say that there were no breaks on this train, but it wasn't right where I'm, like, fatigued at the end. Because next we had FTR versus BCC. Now, I, I've said this a million times. I'll say it again. I hate FTR's theme, but it also slaps. It also slaps. Because it's like, yo, this is like a 1979 theme, and then these two grumpy old men come out like, all right, it tracks. But also, like I hate that it's so good. I want you to get something new, but at the same time, don't. <laughs> no, I can't change that theme song. <laughs> like, at the same time, don't. Like, ah, that's just my two cents. This was a good ass match. And Nigel McGinn, no, it was Taz who said, um, in reference to Claudio and John coming out as the road warriors in their gear, that they snack on danger, dine on death. I had no chance to look it up, but I thought that quote was great. I had to. I assume it has something to do with the Road Warriors. If you know where it's from, send us a super chat, and we'll read where it's from. Marketing. Anyway, <laughs> um, we get the match started off with bald v bald. So we had Dax Harwood <laughs> versus John, not John Mossy, Claudio Castagnoli, and these guys were just slapping each other. These these bald dudes had nothing to do but, and that's pretty much the first five minutes of the match. Dax. At some point, John Moxley gets in, and Dax hates John Moxley. Like you can just tell, he hates that guy. Kayfabe, not real life. I don't know that man in real life, but he slaps the nipples off of John Moxley the moment he walks in that ring, and that was brutal. <laughs> Nigel McGinnis, <laughs> or somebody says that. Oh, it was Taz says John Moxley when he kicks people with those boots. Those boots look like they have a septic tank in the swamp. To which um, Excalibur says. There's a septic tank in the swamp. And Taz says, yes. Mind you, five minutes before that, Taz was like, oh, I would love to live in the mountains. You are from Brooklyn, my guy. Please. <laughs> I, I respect you, Taz. But knock it off. <laughs> septic tank in the, in the swamp? Yeah. It, Be serious. Girl, girl, you never lived in no backwoods. I could tell a day in your life, girl. <laughs> you lucky you got plumbing in the swamp. All right. So, they at the end of the towards the end of the match, they start beating up Cash Wheeler OD. Um, they're cutting off the ring. 
He can't get to Dax. And then when he does get to Dax, Dax goes in for like two seconds. I feel Cash doesn't have enough time to recover. But the moment Dax gets thrown out, he reappears from the steel steps and his head is squirking blood. At this moment, I'm like, <laughs> like it, I get it. it. The visual was gnarly. It was great. But at one point, he's lying on the floor. I just see the squirt, squirt, like, yo, bro, that's Dax. But I'm a professional, so I covered it and I wrote it down. There was a doomsday device on Dax, but Cash throws himself onto the pin to break it up. There's a cutter from Moxie onto Cash and then a swing onto Dax from Claudio just to get a kick from Moxie. We ended up getting a win for the BCC. It was a Death Rider onto Dax for only a two. You get double submissions onto FTR, but Dax was the legal man with Moxie and Moxie makes Dax pass out from blood loss. What a gnarly match. Phil, again, I feel like this was, again, this was a Phil match. match yeah. It was a Phil match. I loved it, man. I, I, I love all four of these guys, um, and I love uh, I love FDR's pension for making other people come to their level as a tag team. And um, when the Bucks wrestled them, um, they did that homage to the Celtics and the Lakers. If there is a basketball team, for BCC, it is absolutely the Bad Boy Pistons, and they came out and they very much acted like the Bad Boy Pistons in this match. <laughs> they came out with their Road Warriors gear, which I thought was dope. Um, I love this version of Claudio because it's essentially just like, no, I'm better than you. I don't care what you have to say in response to that. I'm just going to come out here and beat your ass. That's it. Yeah. I'm just going to stare at you very sternly until you get in the ring, and then I'm going to slap you in the face. And he proceeded to do this, and it was great. Uh, he was the MVP of this match. By far, there was stuff he was pulling out in this match. I was like, "This guy's a fucking machine." Uh, mm-hmm. He pulled off off that uh, that uh, European uppercut into the Dooms Doomsday device, which I was just like, "What?" He pulled off another one when Cash tried to dive out of the ring, punched this man right out of midair, and just proceeded to stare on him on the ground like you thought that was gonna work. We don't do that here. We throw fists, no flips, just fists, buddy. <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, I, I also love that Dax was the one that bled in this match. When Dax rolled in and was bleeding, it felt like Mox got even madder at him, and he started beating him up even harder because he was like, how dare you bleed in my match? Who the yeah. fuck do you think you are? That's my line. That's my line. <laughs> um, loved it. Loved everything about this match. Very, very violent match. Um, I think the thing that bothers me sometimes about wrestling, when they build up something, it's like this bitter blood feud and then you get to the match and they're doing the rest holes and they're doing the same kind of match that they would do anyway no 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 these guys were outright fighting this was a this was a banger man this was probably one of my favorite matches on the card either my fr- either well one of the other matches cannot be talked by anything on this card but it was at least my third favorite match on this card man because these guys were going the fuck at it if we don't get more of claudio and Mox is a tag team after this. I don't know what we're doing. We already yeah. knew that they were good tag team wrestlers because of the bar. You knew what Claudio could do. You've seen Mox and tag teams as well, but I want to see more of them beating up other tag teams because they're just good at it. Yeah, I agree with that with FTR. And ladies and gentlemen, we got breaking news. Tony Khan announced that there will be a tag title tournament to crown a new set of tag champs as the titles are officially vacated. I will say I will say my feelings when we get to the Darby Allen match. However, I will say that's the right call. That's the right call there. That is the right call. You let a Sting retire champion, but also, ooh, Darby's back, baby. (laughs) 
Nah, him and Orange Cassidy are going to the same Disney World together. <laughs> they're gonna ride all the rides together. They're all gonna be. They're gonna be in their full body cast like this. Are you having fun? I'm having a great time. <laughs> yeah. All right. But see again. Now that you've announced that tournament, uh, you have a tag team that won on this pay per view, and they won very convincingly. Mm-hmm. This was really a home game for FTR because this is like this is this is FTR country. They proceeded to come into their territory and beat them down. They've got to be favorites to win this tournament now. They really do. They had such a fantastic match tonight, and the fact that they were going counter for counter, pinfall right after pinfall, the mat, the mat being stained by the blood of Dax, that was such a crazy visual because at one point I'm like, is there glass in the ring? Did I miss something? And no, it was just an aerial view of the blood stains on the match. So I'm like, uh-huh. wonderful, wonderful. I, much like Cresta okay. also, am like, blood? No, we, no, thank you. Not, not a fan. Blood to an extent. Yes, yes, because but- it's like it's incredible, right? I know it, get, it adds to, uh, to the match. I keep thinking about you know Britt's iconic match that she had, and she was bleeding, right? Crimson mask, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm just like, eh, I'll watch it, but you know, I'll be a little squirmy. But <laughs> this this was really great. I know Excalibur on commentary. He was saying that tonight really helped establish Mox and Claudio as a tag team, and I absolutely think that that's true. And Yes, there's still Blackpool Combat Club. Yuta's injured right now. Danielson's doing his own thing. So why not let Mox and Claudio have a great run as tag team champs? And I think this tournament could really, really help them. And I wouldn't mind seeing them as tag team champs. Having a win over FTR, who for a long time were the standard bearer of the tag division. I mean, to me, that automatically puts them in contention. And plus, you got Nicholas and Matthew Jackson being jerks right now. Oh, man. Insane. Honestly, really good. I want to get into this super chat that we got a while ago. Let me scroll on up. Give me one section. Section. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Reading is fundamental. We got this mention from... Wow! We got this super chat from Action Quadruple 07 for 10 bucks. Thank you so much for your generosity. That says, Cole, MJF, Omega, White Swerve, Samoa Joe, Osprey, Takeshita, Mox Okada, Hangman. The amount of top guys in this company has hit epic proportions. I agree. I agree. I didn't hear you read that as a comment first, so I thought you said White smir- Swerve, and I was like, who's White Swerve? What is, what is a White Swerve? <laughs> he's He drives when he's driving. He drives when he's driving. That's White Swerve. <laughs> he cruises when he drives. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so what did you guys think about that? Do you think that Tony has a lot of good top guys, or or do you think it's more of a... Too many players, not enough chats. Um, I think they're in a really good place with Max not being on TV for the time being. Um, you've got Swerve up and coming. You've got Osprey up and coming. Got Okada coming in soon, probably. Um, I think this is a good way to shuffle up the ma- the uh, main event scene because it's kind of needed it. Um, I enjoy Max as champion, but I do want to go back to kind of like the sports the sports style wrestling just focusing on the graphs like the story uh-huh. stuff is cool the sports entertainment stuff is cool but i had to get back to the shits man get get back to the stuff that i like <laughs> man you got a bunch of stuff you like tonight phil stop being greedy <laughs> i did but you know I just, i'm just saying man 
it's going to be tough having these really big names all on, on one spot because you can't feature them on Dynamite all every week, right? So I think it might come in handy if we start splitting up the roster like they talked about a little bit and kind of have some guys just focus on collision, have some guys just on Dynamite. Let's bring up Rampage. And I think that would do really, really well because there's just not there's not going to be any room. There's not. Yeah. I agree. I totally agree. We're going to move along to our next match, which was the AEW Women's World Championship match. Tony Storm versus Diana Perrazzo. Tony Storm had Luther Mariah May with her, and Mariah May's pump fake in the beginning. I thought that was Tony Storm. You had you had me in the first half, not gonna lie. And I pump for the best, like, wait. Harpo, who this woman? <laughs> I was like, I don't know this woman. This is not Tony. That's a, that's a good Tony Storm impersonator. That's like, oh, Mariah May. I, I pop. I thought for a hot second we were going to get Tony Storm of old, but we did not. I still live for this gimmick. Deanna Perrazzo's gear never misses. Yeah. Never misses. Deanna said, I'm not letting Tony Storm do her shenanigans. We're grappling, girl. So I hope you're ready because I'm not with your black and white. I, I, I don't care. So mm-hmm. we had this match start off with Aubrey almost getting hit. And <laughs> Tony Storm tries to give this girl the donkey kick. And for the life of Taz, he couldn't figure out what's the opposite of yam bag. Taz, I know you watching. I got you. The opposite of yam bag is coin purse. I'll take my 4%. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Taz is hilarious. I'm with when uh, Jake was coming down as well, he came in a little bit high. He came in a little bit late. And Taz was like, oh, you see that? He almost got hit by a little Pyro Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, again, Taz is Stokely Hathaway. I don't care what you're talking about. I want to listen. You could be talking about paint Anything. dry. Paint dry. And I'm, I'm here for it because you guys are like legitimate clowns. There was a Fujiwara armbar that Tony reversed uh, to get out of it from um from underneath Deanna Perrazzo. And then Deanna Perrazzo puck kicked the fuck out of Tony. She said, you're going to get out of this? I still got you, girl. We ended up getting a Venus de Milo, but she still managed to get her foot on the rope, which honestly, I am such a fan of Deanna Perrazzo. I wanted her to win here, but I knew there was no way because Tony Storm is just Way too hot. <sighs> we get the end where Deanna gets pushed off the top rope to the outside. No, Deanna jumps off the top rope to the outside onto Tony Storm being carried by Luther. <sighs> Luther interferes and distracts the ref. Mariah May gets a pump kick for her troubles, but the storm zero on Deanna Parazzo. Like, I'm not upset. It sounds like I'm upset, but I am a fan of Deanna Perrazzo. And much like Serena Deeb, I think that there are not enough women who are technical wrestlers who get their shine. And Tony Storm is just hot. I kind of wish they didn't put her in this position. I kind of wish they put Deanna in... Beat up Julia Hart. No shade. Don't don't curse me, Julia Hart. Don't curse me. You know what I mean? But like, beat up Julia Hart. Like, there was no way she was going to beat Tony Storm. And that's kind of frustrating. Phil, what were your thoughts on this match? Um, I thought the entrance was great. I thought Mariah May pump faking Deanna and going, oh, you thought you were going to get your friend back? No, no, no. You're still getting timeless, Tony Storm. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I thought all this stuff was great. Um, 
I thought the match itself was great. I thought the storytelling of Deanna forcing Tony to wrestle her style of match and take her seriously was really, really good. I thought most of the technical wrestling in this was fantastic because Deanna is incredible. She's one of the best technical wrestlers in the world, not just women, in the world. Um, if anybody disagrees with me, don't care, fight me. Um, <laughs> she, she's just great. And so just seeing her um, just pull off these arm bars and get into the smooth transitions into the holes, incredible stuff um i thought the actual meta part of the the finish was cool the fact that old tony storm helped tony win this match i thought that that was a nice touch but i think they've got to figure out with tony at this point um is she going to be a face or not because the crowd the crowd very much liked Tony. She was getting a good reaction, but there were several parts here where Tony is supposed to be the heel and they're not booing her because she she's just too likable, man. She's just too fun to watch. I think they've got to decide if you're I think they've got to make her a full on face at this point. You, the heel thing is just not working. I get you're supposed to boo because she's cheating, but people are still cheering this woman regardless because she's hilarious. It's just not working. I think she has the MJF problem where you're clearly the bad guy, but no one cares. Yeah, <laughs> what did she's, you just, she's just getting cheered regardless, man. She's just too high right now. Yeah. What did you think, Iridian, about this match? And do you agree with Phil that you got to do something, either like commit to the baby face or she's got to like Randy Orton burn someone's house down? Yeah, no, I think in order for her to go heal, I think Mariah May is going to have to play a big role into that because her cheating, it's like all right, but she maybe needs to go an extra level with her cheating. She might need to pull some Randy Randy Orton moves to, you know, really get that because yes, we'll cheer for Tony, but like I need her on Christian levels, right? Like I need her to tell people uh, like to talk about dead dead family members. Like we need to bring that up. I feel like that's, that's what we need to get her booed, right? A big pop for Mariah May coming out because Immediately, I was like, oh, my goodness, Tony Storm. And I'm like, makes sense. She just got extensions. Great. 10 out of 10. And then I'm like, wait a minute. I also have my glasses on. So I was like, um, that's not it's not adding up there. But what a great thing, because I was like, man, we're really going to get Tony Storm like Tony. But then we got Timeless Tony, which is great still. But people are also like, all right, we know Tony can wrestle. And I feel like with this character, she's not wrestling like she used to wrestle. I feel like she kind of pulled it back a little bit. She's still got some of her her movesets, but it's not giving the Tony that that I know is there. So um, she needs to go full on heel for me. Um, and the fact that Tony Storm tapped in this match with Gianna. Yeah. I was screaming at the television. I'm like, come on, ref, what are you doing? Like, like if I was going to do anything. <laughs> Stop paying attention to Luther. Turn around, turn around. Come on, turn around, dude. Like, look at the ring. The best of us. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, the numbers caught up to her tonight, but man, it, it was just a fun match to watch. So uh, really excited to see what they're going to do with this. I'm hoping that maybe with Mariah and Tony, we get kind of like a Trish and Mickey James storyline, like the obsession gets too far and like you're really not paying attention to me all right now we're gonna fight yeah i i i enjoyed this match i was surprised so many people on twitter seemed to not like it i i enjoyed it a lot i just think that it ended very abruptly um but i i i 
I got what they were doing because they're trying to still protect Deanna. And I thought Deanna came out of this looking great. I think she came out of this entire feud looking really good. Um, I think it said a lot that out of everybody that Tony has faced so far in this character, she's the first one to make her wrestle a serious match with her. Yeah. Um, and I think that made Deanna look good. I think this was a good showcase of what she can do in ring. Um, but yeah, I just... The, the finish just felt very abrupt and anticlimactic for me, man. It, it wasn't bad, but I just feel like it could have been better. But I feel like this is leading towards Deanna versus Mariah at some point, and I think that's going to do good for both. But And maybe we'll get a rematch. I don't know. Because yeah. I think they kind of forced their hand, and it's turned into a bigger feud than they expected. So maybe it turns into more matches. Well, to to show exactly what Phil is talking about. We got two super chats that show two types of fans. One from Leron Ford say they did the women a disservice tonight in terms of match placement, lack of time, etc. This felt like the cool down match. And conversely, we have Vasco that says the women's match was great. I loved Mariah May and Tony. <laughs> so, you know, wrestling, wrestling is stupid. I love this. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't get, the disservice, you know, now that I'm checking Twitter while I'm doing this, cause I'm a professional, I am seeing people saying that, Hey, this was short. And I do agree with it ending abruptly. However, I will say that it, it to keep Mariah, not Mariah, to keep Tony strong and Deanna strong. Cause I could totally see Deanna taking it off for her. And there's so many other women that Deanna could have bangers with. It's one of those situations like, ah, there was an interview I saw a while ago where people were like, how the Undertaker was like, you were the Undertaker all the time. People were like, yo, bro, your name is Mark. You need to relax. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's yeah. what, so that's what's got to happen with Tony Storm. It's like, bro, you were born in 93. You right. were not born in 1903. Knock it off. You, you Like, you were, you were never on the silver screen. You were on the Australian screen. You, you're, 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 Tony Storm is not your real name. You know what I mean? Someone has to give her a good shaking. So I don't know when that's happening, but I could see Mariah May being the catalyst. Yeah. And the other, Deanna being the born of like. Yeah. The other reason I figured Deanna was not winning is because Thunder Rosa has been teasing towards coming for Tony this entire time on Collision. So I was like, she kind of needs to be still champion for that feud to work. And so I was like, yeah, Deanna's probably just not winning here, man. And sure. Deanna Perazzo versus Thunder Rosa, though. Yeah, but I feel like there's there's more story behind the, the Tony match because of the interim title stuff and Thunder Rosa True. going away. And so I figured they're going to go back to that. Fair, fair, fair. Well, we're going to go into I hate Don Callis being right. Because Don Callis said, I set up this special match for you and this match is going to steal the show. There's no stakes here, just pride. And I'm like, shut up, Don Callis. And he was right. God damn, son. He was right. He was right. We had Will Ospreay versus Kanose Takeshna. This match had no right being this good. None at all whatsoever. I wrote three things. And I'm being so serious because at, at, at the beginning of the match, I'm just like, yo, there's no way if I put my head down to write, I'm missing something. This match was so good. There were several times in this match where Kanosuke is pushing Will Ospreay into an Irish whip off the ropes. And Will Ospreay just kips up off of him and then kicks him in the face like an Instagram. Like, yo, bro, bruv, bruv. Like, there's no reason. I, kn I know Will Ospreay is good. 
I know a loss spray is good, but there is no reason why you are this good, bro. We got a full up. When Kanose Takeshna went to do a senton off of the top rope onto Will Ospreay, after he had just slammed Will Ospreay, Will Ospreay just casually put his knees up. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> it's the speed. And even when he kicked out before, it's the speed at which he was like, ah, you're such a good wrestler. I hate you. You're such a good wrestler. This match was so good. There was a, there was a point where Will Ospreay was in the corner. Kanose Kisasa hits him with the jumping shoulder, but that gets reversed into from reverse on from Osprey into a back break into a cheeky Nando's, and then he slams his like there was so much going on in this match. I hate to be that guy that tells you to go out of your way to watch something, but this whole pay per view, but this match in particular, there much like the BCC FTR, there were no stakes, just fists, just two men showing you that they wrestle, that they that they wrestle. Will Ospreay even had a Styles Clash. Like, <laughs> and Kanosuke is a tall man, and so is Will Ospreay. This match was so good after what I felt like 5 million hidden blade attempts. He finally gets one on Kanosuke for the pin. But I said, Ospreay wins, but we the fans win. Please go watch that. Iridian, what did you think about this masterpiece? 10 out of 10 in the Tokyo Dome. This was the match that I was waiting for all night and easily it's my favorite match of the night. Even with Sting's retirement, like this was the match for me that I was like, yes, absolutely this one. I'll watch it 10 times over and still be as excited as I was tonight. This just had a big match feel, right? And the fact that they gave it a little promo of like what Takeshita's done, like pinning Kenny. And then they did also Osprey of like what he's done and also the matches that he had with Kenny. And it's like, we have these wins and now we're going after each other. Fantastic. The fans were on their feet. The fight forever chance broke out. Like Takeshita on the top rope doing that brain buster. Will Osprey's body flopped, all right? Yes. Flopped. I was... I, I literally didn't know what I was watching and I got up from my seat because I was cheering like the fact that they were counting, like they were removing their shoulders off of the mat one second into the pin. Like what? You guys just went through war and here you are still doing it, man. It it was just fantastic. I was really, really just ecstatic watching this match. I, again, I, I think I'm probably going to be thinking about this match for the next couple months, probably top 10 matches of the year and the year just got started phil what did you think about this uh this was a slobber knocker to quote jr Listen, this was a slobber knocker we, we've seen this guy do this several times at this point will is will osprey like this guy is him nobody else can say they're him no this guy is the guy i knew he was going to come in having fire matches straight away but this is to catch this well i think we speak i speak for everybody when i'm just like what have you been having to catch they do all this time why was he not in the continental classic what is going on push this man to the heavens he's so fucking good um there's just several spots in this match where yeah osprey is osprey but man to catch this incredible that counter he pulled off out of that eyes cutter into the blue thunder bomb like what (laughs) um there were several counters in this match that were crazy but that one was just insane the like you guys said the brain buster he tried to pull off on the top rope and osprey proceeded to just slide down the turnbuckles and tear up his back i was just like bro he looked like he got hit by a car like that was road rash like he got ran over bro 
Yeah, I yeah, man. Just too many spots in this match to name. This was just incredible from start to finish. Um, when they were hitting each other with the rolling elbows, um, I was just like, guys, it's just the middle of the match. You guys aren't the main event. We still got other wrestling to watch, man. Like, chill out. <laughs> like, but man, amazing match from start to finish. Gonna be on a lot of people's match of the year. Uh, this bad just incredible this is his first match as a full-time roster member there's no way that this man will not if not be champion by the end of the year he will be challenging for the belt by the end of the show i was like listen swerve versus will osprey at wembley is the match i don't care how we get there that is the match get us there <laughs> book book the book the matches do the things put pencils to paper everybody stay healthy that's the match. <laughs> don't do my boy Samosa Joseph like that. He got to be in that. Like, we love Samosa Joseph, but don't do him like that. <laughs> don't do him like that. We have a lot of super chats and humper chats for this match in particular. We're going to start off with our first humper chat of the night. Thank you, Richie R. Five U.S. dollars. This was me and my little brother's first pay-per-view. Hi, Ryder. Hi, Ryder. And it was an absolute classic from start to finish. Will Ospreay versus Takeshita was easily the best match I've ever seen live. Sting got hit the perfect send-off, and Hangman still did nothing wrong. Five out of five. <laughs> All right. I mean, we go get into that into the next match. But there's a movie starring Beyonce called Obsessed, where she says the same line, you came into my home, you touched my child. I mean, I, I, I don't have any kids personally but if you cut a promo on my kid that the kid just gave birth and you gonna leave your merch uh it's on site and i saw you first <laughs> we have another <clears throat> sorry we have another super chat here guys you guys are being so fantastic we got another one from vanco that says osprey and Takeshna stole the soul the both ftw yeah honestly honestly truly um, I'm trying to make sure I get everyone. So bear with me. I'm new. I don't know what I'm doing. I, this is my first time ever leading a show and they trust me with the, that's a lie. I'm just stalling for time. While I look for this super chat. Uh, like they trust me with these things. If I don't put it on screen, my apologies. I'm just going to assume that it is a humper chat. Um, we do have one from Vicky L that says $5 AEW revolution was amazing. My first pay-per-view live, Will Ospreay energy in the building was nuts. At least Callis wasn't at the at the four sting and Darby rules. Maybe at yes. the forefront. Mm. Yes. We didn't get a lot of Darby. We didn't get a lot of interference from him. He wasn't uh, all around the ring, all in the videos dancing. We just got the grab. Now you talk about me with a dated reference. Some of y'all might not get that reference. <laughs> yeah, we didn't. We didn't. We didn't have uh, what do people online call him? The human uh, boiled hot dog, all on our screen. I thought he was a skinned hot dog. Somebody says. I don't know. Look, at, I like Don Callis. I think that. You have a special talent. If you really get on here and say Madison Rain is your 47th time continental champion, and when they say, where did you get this information from? And your response is, I don't have to share my sources with you and continue to commentate the match. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you nothing. This is magic. I don't got to explain shit. So. We also have one more super chat for this. that says, Will Ospreay showing cheek on the media scrum. Cheeky what? Nandos or Cheeky Ospreay? 
yeah, if you guys go to to Fightful, you know, there, there's pictures. There's pictures on there. He's he's showing what happened. Do you guys remember when um, as soon as that spot happened with Takeshita doing that brain buster and they kind of zoomed in on Will's back and how that it was, I don't know, something was happening. Road rash. Yes. Big cash. Um, <laughs> he showed it in the scrum. So he lifted his shirt up. He pulled his pants down a little bit and uh, it's, it's on the internet. So check out fightful. We have it. <laughs> it's, it's too early to be showing ass like that. You, it, you've only been in the company for Sir, a few weeks. It's too, you it's too just early. Got here. It's your first day. It's too, it's too early. We support body positivity on this channel. <laughs> Listen, wrestling is for everybody and I'm a look and I'm yeah. a look. That's my Listen. answer. I'm a look. Listen. I keep thinking I'll get tired of him doing the Tiger Driver as the finish as well, but that Tiger yeah. Driver looked absolutely disgusting. And then co just completely caved this man's head in with a hidden blade afterwards for good measure and pinned him. I was like, oh, well, see you later, Takeshita. It's been fun. <laughs> Honestly, truly. And uh, I want to know where he gets these ideas for some of these. Like I said, that Tiger Driver 91, I've seen Sammy Callahan do the 91 and 97 a million times, and it's always gnarly. But this tonight looked disgusted. Disgusted. And guys, if you don't want people knowing what your disgusting search history looks like, NordVPN has you covered. I'm traveling a lot, and when you travel, you got to protect your data. you got to protect your privacy online. NordVPN.com slash Fightful allows me to do that, allows me to browse safely and securely. When you go to an airport, when you go to an arena, a restaurant, a hotel, you're usually connecting to that unsecured Wi-Fi, which leaves you susceptible to having your data stolen, any, any number of things taken from your private connection or what should be your private connection. NordVPN.com slash Fightful makes it a private connection with the fastest VPN in the world, a 30-day money-back guarantee, and a ton of other features in addition to that peace of mind that you get when you can browse safely and securely. And I'm talking all your devices. Surface Pro, laptop, desktop, PC, smart TV, router, phone, whatever you're taking with you, NordVPN.com slash Fightful will add extra layers of security to your digital life. You can get a password manager, a file encryption tool. Be safe. Be smart. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Stay safe. Stay safe. Incognito won't keep you safe, but NordVPN will. It's free knowledge. Free knowledge for when you think incognito is going to hide all the fights that you're looking up of Jin Jin Wow. Wow. I'm not even going to try to repronounce that man's name because he's going to come and chop me in the chest and I don't want it. My apologies. And I don't want it from Eddie Kingston for butchering his idol's name either. I, my apologies. The joke is gone. The joke is dead. We're moving on to the next match. Next match, girl. Next match. <laughs> so after that, ladies and gentlemen, we have our second to main event. And get your super chats in. Get your humping chats in now. Because we have Swerve Strickland with Prince Nana versus Hangman Adam Page versus your world champion, Samoa Joe. Before I hop into this one, we do have a quick humper chat again from Yes Boy, supporting the channel OD tonight. We appreciate you. 10 Big Buckaroon, said, Stokely response to Willow and Stats promo on Rampage. Um, Willow cursing is like Michelle Tanner getting busted for having 1.5 milligrams of CBD gummies in middle school. We're witnessing the darker side. I'm a child of God, so I don't know what that means. Same. No clue. Why are you lying? Why are you lying? <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm a woman of the cloth. It may be a napkin, but a cloth nonetheless, okay? Um, <laughs> I, was, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that if, we're, if Willow's going to go gradually heal, it has to kind of be like a Degrassi heel turn. And if you watch Degrassi back in the day, you know what I'm talking about. Very slowly until one day. I've had it with you, Paige. Uh, you know. <laughs> so. If you know, you know. If you don't, then I guess I'm old as hell. So <laughs> this match gets started off with Hangman and Adam Page. Just, they hate each other. They hate each other. And I I don't disagree with Hangman. I just had a baby. You cut a promo on my baby. Just because you cleaned up and found Jesus doesn't mean I forgave you. I don't care. I don't care. This match was literally Samoa Joe, like, I don't care what y'all got going on over here, but I'm not about to lose my title because y'all got unrequited love. Like, I, I, I don't care. I don't care. This whole time, Joe was trying to break up the match. <clears throat> Swerve and Hangman take each other out in the beginning. There's a bunch of, oh, there was a nice STF from Joe on Hangman early in the match, which I rarely see Joe do F STFs. I've seen him do Kachitas. I've seen him do Muscle Busters. I, I think I might have even seen him do a Styles Clash on an old TNA tape, but I've never seen him do a STF. Like, come on now. I respect it. Um, they take out Joe. Swerve, I think, hits Joe with a headbutt. And Swerve and Hangman just go out of it. We When we get into the last third of the match, there's a tombstone on Swerve from Hangman into a pin, but Joe breaks it up. Joe is, his whole duty at the last part is just breaking up pins. Swerve hits a house call on Hangman, but it's only a two. At this point, I don't know why Nana just started yelling out, why you count so slow? I know why. <laughs> you know why. We know. I'm like, I don't know why. Am I missing something? And Nana was loud because you. I just heard him. He's like, why you count so slow? Nana tries to help Swerve cheat. But Swerve, again, cleaning up, finding Jesus, said, I'm not going to cheat. I'm going to cast it aside. And that hesitation was all it took. Now, the finish, it ends up with an exploder onto Swerve. Joe ends up choking out Adam. Now, I agree with commentary here. I don't think Adam would have would have tapped out. But real hate is saying, I'd rather tap out than have you have a chance at being champion. Live fast, eat ass. I hate you, Swerve. And I thought, and like, that's what I think. I Because I, I think Hangman could have kept going. But if Swerve would have had a chance, he might have gotten Joe. So he said, you know, this means nothing because I'm already not champion. Oridian, what did you think of this match? And is... Is Hangman Page well on his way to being hater of the year with Nigel and Stokely and Christian Cage? Because that's some hate. If you were like, you know, I could win this match, but I hate this other guy more. You know what? It's crazy because the fact that Hangman went after the refs, not once, in this match was literally insane. I said, Hangman, sir, are we okay? What are we doing? Um, but at the same time, I was like, yes, absolutely. Makes sense. I'm not going to let you know, the refs get in the way of me, you know, having this. But at the same time, like, he kind of did, right? Because when yeah. had him pinned, like, there was no ref there to count. So uh, Rick and I talked about this yesterday after Collision because, you know, they showed a promo for Swerve and then a promo for Hangman. And we're like, you know what? The beef is too strong. The wounds are too deep. Like, they are going to be going at it tonight. And they did. They totally 
just kind of forgot about Joe. And they were like, now this, it's great that you're in the match, sir, but this is not about you. This is about us. And it was just so good. It was so fun to watch. Oh man. It was, it was really incredible. But man, Joe proved it again tonight that you do not play with him. Okay. Yeah. Underestimate him and he will get you. And he did. So um, I think this is exactly what I, I thought was going to happen. I thought Joe was going to retain. Um, and if it wasn't Joe, I thought it was definitely going to be Swerve, but not Hangman. But the way that it went down tonight, it was just insane. I don't think I've seen a match like this where literally the refs get knocked out and then they just don't care. Like, Hangman Whoa. was no risk at all tonight. Yo, he, yo, when you brought that up, I totally forgot that he dead attacked two refs. And all I'm thinking is, Wow. Where is Brian Danielson to find this man? Where are the EVP? Where is Nicholas and Matthew? Because y'all was running down Tony Schiavone the other day, but this man literally beating up refs? I I mean, honestly, the way Hey Man going, I see him joining the... That's going to be Heel Elite in two seconds. That's Heel Elite. Phil, what do you think about this match? The hater, hater's ball, if you will. <laughs> um, this had a this was a tough act to follow, following Osprey versus Takesta. But I thought this match was very, very good. I thought uh, Joe coming in as an experienced triple threat guy, he was a, a part of one of the if not the best triple threat match of all time uh, in Ring of Honor. And so he came straight in like, no, I'm not falling for any of these shenanigans. You're jumping off the top rope. Nope, we're not falling for that. Oh, you're doing this? Nope, not falling for that. Get out of here. Uh, so for the for the beginning of this match, he looked competent. He looked confident. He was like, nah, I'm, what are you guys doing? This ain't my first Rodeo. Um, not Rodeo. I thought, I thought the... <laughs> I thought Swerve did a lot of really clever things story-wise. I don't know if this was intentional, but coming out there with the green and the arm sleeves like Kofi, making people think he was going to win and make history tonight. I didn't draw that comparison, but that's a good I don't know comparison. if he did this intentional, but that was a very good note. Um, there were other things that I caught, like uh, for the entirety of this, this feud, Swerve and Hangman is becoming more and more like each other. I thought it was very telling that at one point, Hangman refused to use the belt to beat CM Punk at double or nothing, and that cost him the match. But tonight, he used it straight away, didn't even <laughs> second guess, used it straight away because he hates Swerve that much. But on the other hand, Swerve didn't, and that's what cost him the match. It's the same thing that cost Hangman the match at double or nothing. I thought that was a very good touch. Um, but man, Swerve is just very, very good at wrestling as well. He at one point pulled off this. He does this transition. Um, he's done it a few times where he does this transition into that rolling uh, flatliner he does, and then he transitions it into the other move. But he did this other move before it that I've never seen him do the transition into it. And I was like, this guy, man. He broke up a pin at this point with this like spinning fucking move that I was like, that's like a Phoenix Flash. It wasn't quite a Phoenix Flash, but I was like, what was that? <laughs> like, this guy is just amazing. Like, the more you see of him as a babyface, it's like, man, this guy, this is the guy. May not be champion now, but sometime this year, he will be AEW world champion. It's coming. I feel like this was just delaying the inevitable tonight. Um, it didn't feel like it was his night because, uh, of course, you would have had to follow up an all-timer into Kester versus Osprey, yeah. and this was Sting's night, so it didn't feel like it was, this was the right time to crown him as champion. But it's coming. I wouldn't be surprised if he wins it next month at at Dynasty. Um, 
I was a little bit sad, like even afterwards when he was sitting there again, you could see some of the attention to the Kofi stuff, even the way he was sitting in the corner at the end. At I was like, yeah, that baby face turn is in full time swing, buddy. He's official baby face. Hangman is officially the heel now. Man, did not think we would be here at the start of the feud, but man, what a ride. What a journey to get to this point. I'm in. Strap my guy swerve up, man. It's time. <laughs> Strap him up, man. Yeah. I agree. I just I just worry that much like with WWE, that there are a lot of good people outside. Because I want Swerve to win. I want Wardlow to win. I want Joe to retain. I low-key want Hangman to win. I think Hangman being the, t- being the world champion, being sufferable. And he deserves it. He deserves it. Um, we have another super chat from Yes Boy. Says, it's looking like Joe versus Wardlow next. But how do we get to Strickland? How do we get Strickland to Swerve into the title picture? I mean... If I'm going to copy what Phil said, I don't know what Warlow's really realistically going to do. So he could just beat up listen, Warlow. No, listen, no shade. Listen, we know Warlow's probably going to have a good match with Joe, but he's not winning. Um, he's not winning. Um, somebody in the chat uh, is saying that the top rope move that he pulled off was AJ Styles' spinal tap. Mm. Was awesome. But again, tie back to triple, triple threat match that Joe had. Um, I, I think the it's pretty easy to get back. Swerve didn't lose here. He was not pinned. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't lose. So he can always come back and be like, hey, man, I did what you said I should do. I worked my way up the ladder. I beat a bunch of people. I racked up the numbers. I was up to the top of the ranking. I did not lose. You did not pin me. You made that other sucker tap out. Give me my rematch. <laughs> to that point, I could see that same other sucker I didn't tap out. I just didn't want you to have it. And I'd no, rather no, no. shit my pants than and clap than let you have it. And I I firmly believe that's what Hangman did. I'd I'd rather I'd rather stick my heels in the mud and both of us go down than you even having anything you want because I hate you that much. That's hate. Yeah, I, I definitely feel like the main event of Dynasty will be Swerve versus Joe. And I do think that's gonna be his crowning moment. Um because it it's his time. It just is. I'm like, what else goes on in St. Louis? I'm not, not disparaging to St. Louis. I'm just saying, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get the rookie numbers up. <laughs> and yeah, again, yes, boy, with the rookie helping us get the rookie numbers up. Can we nominate Hangman as Hater of the Year? Yeah. I don't know. Nigel McGinnis is a menace. Nigel, on that. Yeah, I feel like Nigel is definitely number one in that place right now. Maybe I mean, we still have, the year is young, right? So we I still mean, got time. I mean, we st- we've got a lot of contenders that's up there. AJ Styles <laughs> flying all the way to Australia to no. beat a man up is one of the all-time greatest hating moments I've ever seen, man. <laughs> not even in that match. Not on the car. Not even in the match, bro. Like, Flew all the way to Australia up. just to cost him that match, man. <laughs> I know he was practicing that swing backstage. He was like, I'm ready. Let's go. I mean, also, too, Christian Cage is in the same promotion yes. that gave the address to a cemetery to Daniel Garcia. Yes. Christian uh, Cage is a hater. Listen, Drew McIntyre stopped somebody <laughs> from getting their WrestleMania moment and then proceeded to dance on their grave for the next few weeks. He's still throwing shots at this guy. I'm like, dude, he's he hurt. He cannot him. wrestle, bro. He, he is still him. throwing shots. Okay, but he's getting that T-shirt money for sure. <laughs> There's a lot of haters. And I, again, we got to go back to Stokely Hathaway because Stokely Hathaway says, I did a tweet an apology like a young black man at 3 a.m. and deleted it too. But it's like, that's a hater. That, you, 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 why'd you say so? Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of haters. I think 
we will make a note of this and send it to Sean. And when we do our Fightful Year End Awards, we're going to make a special category called Player Hater of the Year. Presented by Phil Lindsay. (laughs) It's definitely got to be up there. Enos Cantor is also on that list. I seen his tweet earlier where he was like, nah, integrity is greater than 40,000 points. I'm like, listen, I don't like LeBron James, (laughs) but the guy scored 40,000 points. Get the hell out of here, Enos. Like, what are you talking about, bro? (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. And we got to put Mr. I'm not Googling no wrestlers on there as well. People have been freaking seeing him. Listen, I don't feel bad. At first, like, damn, maybe we shouldn't have said that on Grassy, but they mentioned it on AEW. They mentioned it on the, they cooking and I'm cooking like a stir fry. So they letting him have it. So, you know, maybe you should Google him. I don't know. I'm, I'm not the first person. Maybe you should Google him. <laughs> we're, we're out of here, guys. It's been a fun stream. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> now, I'm not the one. You, why are you mad at me? I'm not the one who, I'm not even the one who said it in front of the most people, to be fair. Okay. <laughs> oh shit! All right, we got one more super chat before Sean comes in. Say, pack it up, Cressy, you're fired. <laughs> Heel man's entrance tag says has completely lost it. Honestly, Hangman's entrance tags have been fire since he went sober, got drunk again, got sober again. <laughs> They've been just owed people money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I yeah I was listen. I've I've been a big Hangman fan for the entire time, but. Man, when he cost when he cost swerved that pin, he was this close to winning. I audibly yelled, "Boo, cowboy prick! Get the fuck out of here!" <laughs> <laughs> now, now y'all worried about me, and it's actually Phil who's the hater of the year. <laughs> nah, man, I'm not hating. I listen. I want swerved to get his win, man. This guy stole his moment. <laughs> this was his moment. You had your moment. You've been champion. You beat Kenny Omega. You got a whole storyline. No, no, no. You had your moment. Get out of here. <laughs> Okay, Phil, but he cut a promo on this man's baby. Yeah, he was in that house. It was in the. It was in the moment, man. Look, he was, <laughs> he was just trying to make a point. He was just trying to make a point. Like I'm trying to bring something out of you, bro. And he did. He got two fire matches out of the guy. You know what? As someone who's a Nia Jax apologist, I respect this. <laughs> I respect this. We got another super chat from Man with Beard saying SRS already confirmed Hater of the Year award. Listen, Sean is not a hater. He's just a clapback king, and people don't like it. <laughs> and one more super chat from Lewis, our very own, says, AJ Styles practiced that on 2K on the flight. He had time to learn all the 2K, glitches and all, the oh. whole flight, and then turn back around and perfected and beat Universe Mode. <laughs> he has some time on his hands, buddy. He does. Cool, ladies and gentlemen, we are entering the home stretch. Thank you guys so much for being around for this two-hour post show. You did this and you watch wrestling. That's technically a part-time shift at work. So you guys are on your job. I appreciate you all. All right. The reason why we're all here. The the pay-per-view was good, but it stinks. Last match. Now, I also don't have a lot of notes for this because this is something that I just wanted to appreciate. And the notes I do have just said, so I guess Sting is just jumping the bucks, huh? Because you had old Sting, older Sting, and oldest Sting staying stung. And they just jumped him. And nobody rang a bell. It's like, well, technically this is Sting's last match, and they're all technically Sting. So I don't yeah. see a problem. Yeah, I don't see a problem. So I will say, too, when the first son came out with the beach bond, I was like, ain't no way Sting cut his hair and got 20. That look, okay. he spit that kid out. 
That's this was, this was the second time I was bamboozled. First, Mariah May comes yeah. out. And then I'm like, Sting, really? This is so crazy. <laughs> you guys, come on. Nah, I, it, it took me a second. Just like with Mariah May, I was like, oh, Tony. How Listen, the this woman? <laughs> Listen, man. You you looked at that lower half of Mariah and was like, that's not Tony. Come on. <laughs> you saw those thighs and you were like, that's not, that's not Tony. Come on. That is not Tony. I'm trying to <laughs> change my ways and not be so thirsty on this channel. So please. We're trying to tone it down. I'm, try I'm trying. Listen, I'm a woman of the cloth, but even cloths get wet and they break. Please. I'm a napkin. I'm a napkin. Please. I'm disintegrating water. <laughs> Guys, I want to say that the opening video that they had, low key, I was in shambles. Especially when he said it's showtime for the last time. I was like, Sting, please. Please, Sting. This was a beautiful match in the sense it was perfectly violent. There were no rules because this was a regular tag team match. Like, but <laughs> they're like, yo, Sting's last match. What are we going to do? Suspend him? It's like on your last day at work, you start doing mad stuff you're not supposed to do. It's like, what are you going to do? Write her up? Yeah, I'll quit. I quit. I'll, I'll leave right now in the middle of this match. I still got paid. I don't care. I'll leave. I'm going to get to the big beats. The opening video package was beautiful. Sting, Sting, and Stung were beautiful. Um, the Young Bucks just literally wearing their same suits, but without sleeves. <laughs> heel and the goatees. Nothing says a heel on a man like a goatee. Sorry, Phil. You're, you're heel Phil now. Like You got the goatee. He's a bad guy. Um, this match also to quote wrestling wind down and myself, Eldar abuse. There was a lot of old people getting beat up. Ric Flair got beat up. Ricky Steamball got beat up. And even though Sting is an active competitor, he's still a senior citizen and he got beat up as well. Let's talk about that glass spot. Cause when they started pulling out the panes of glass, I'm like, why are you doing this, bro? You know Darby Allen is in this match. Why? No, this and man this, cannot help himself. Bro, I understand that Sting, you're trying to say Darby is your son, but that is PCO's child, clearly, because he does not care about his body, bro. Like, when I saw him put the ladder up after they put the glass down, I was like, to quote Juski, what you mean by that? What, what you mean by that? Don't, like, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. And he did. And I don't know why you thought a buck was going to stay there. The buck wasn't even laying on the glass. Darby went through that. And literally, it sounded like, to me, the cartoons when they throw Tom and Jerry down the stairs, just hear pots and pans just rattling. Like, <laughs> Tom? <I'm> like, <laughs> I could not. I could not. And rightfully so, he was down for the rest of the match. They gave Sting like three EVP triggers. He no sold two of them, kicked out of one at one of them, just to put and, and then and then and then and then and then this old man got up on the on, 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 on the thing too. Like and, Sting, please, please. Sting and Darby Allen win. He hits the Scorpion Deathlock on the glass for Nick to tap. And honestly, I had said this is a perfect send-off. Typically in wrestling, the status quo is you go out on your back, facing the lights, putting someone else over. But not for nothing, I think Sting is one of those people 
who deserve this kind of send off. You've yeah. been in the industry for so long. I I haven't heard anyone say anything bad about Sting, unless that person's being a real hater, like like not even like a fake Nigel McGinn, like a real hater. One of the nicest guys, apparently. People were sharing stories about it, and I think absolutely having them win here was the right call. I will say, without saying, because I want to get sued, you're a coward federation for not letting them use WCW or Fed footage, okay? That's how we lost thing in the first place is because of the Fed footage. The least you could do is let us use WCW, bro. But I, I digress. <laughs> Phil, what did you think about um, Sting's last match? Uh, man, this was incredible. I mean, starting the show with a montage from uh, Countdown, which the montage from Countdown is incredible. I thought it was incredible the first time I watched it, but for whatever reason, watching it to start the pay-per-view, it just felt even more epic, and it gave me the feels. Then he got his entrance with him sitting there watching the stuff in the theater. That was just beautiful to watch. His entrance with his kids coming out as his ver- diversions of younger Sting was really cool. And then my man busted out Seek and Destroy. And hearing oh. that crowd sing Seek and Destroy, man, man, I was emotional. It was it was just a really, really great moment. Just the crowd singing it, him out there with his his kids and Darby. Just his amazing. kids and his illegitimate sons. His, yeah, <laughs> yeah, just amazing stuff. Uh, his son... I don't know what his son does. I don't know, I, but that I think guy they both had play football. That guy had hops, bro. The, my man was in. My man was touching the sky on those, on some of those bumps. I was the like, yo, flash. The stinger those stinger flashes he was hitting. I was like, yo. I was like, my man is getting up there. Like, what's going on? Um, what you, what what else are you doing out, outside this? You want to come back and do some more matches? What's going on? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I thought that was a hot way to start the match, and then we got into all the fuckery, and I was just like, wow, like, this guy is really going out, taking all the crazy bumps, going through glass, jumping off of high, high things. I knew Darby was going to be Darby. I knew Darby was going to try and do something crazy because the guy just can't help himself. I, I love the idea of their very first match together um, at Revolution when they did the cinematic match. Darby got thrown through glass in that match as well. If you guys remember, he got swung back and forth and he got hurled through some glass in that match. Got hurled through some glass again in this match. I don't think he it... He himself this time through glass. I don't think it is a coincidence as well that the Bucks threw in there yet another dig at CM Punk with the real glass thing. I don't think oh, that was a coincidence at all. I have to say, Jack Perry trending because of this. I, as much as I say the internet wrestling community could be a lot, y'all ain't shit for that. <laughs> yeah, I thought all of that stuff was great. I thought I thought the Bucks played their role perfectly. They're just better at heels. I'm sorry. I just don't want to see them as baby faces. They're just great at being heels. They're great at doing heels stuff. They're great at getting booed, and they were fantastic tonight. Uh, when they had him on his knees and they got ready to do the super kick spot, Ali, Ali HBK, Rick and they were like, no, 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 we're not sorry. We hate you. Yes. And super kicked him. <laughs> Loved it. <laughs> great, great moment. One of the best moments of the match. Uh, there were so many good things. I really didn't need to see Rick and I didn't really need to see Steamboat here either. But I get that they play a role in his career. And they tried to jump in, and Bucks were like, nah, you old man can get some too. Get out of here. Mind your, mind your own business. Why are you here? Get out of here. Um, but I pointed this out um, when we talked about it on Grapsity that uh, 
a big moment in the story was the Bucks took away their celebration on Dynamite. They didn't get the confetti and the stuff in the moment they were supposed to get with Sting's son in that moment. And that's how I knew they were going to win. Because I was like, they're going to get it in a pay-per-view in his hometown. They're going to get the confetti on this last day. And they did. And it was perfect. It, it was the perfect way to end. He did a speech at the end. Um, ah, it sucks that it got cut off. But, man, what a great night of wrestling. What a great way to cap it off with Sting. I think one of the best things AEW has done as a company is what they've done for Sting. I think that is going to be one of the things to celebrate it the most about this company, man. Just such a fantastic way for him to go out. Yeah, I I agree with what you guys said, man. That The video montage that opened everything up, I thought that was so beautiful, even though they had limited things to work with because people were holding out, right? Yeah. Bro, because I heard TNA did the same. TNA put their graphic up and thanked them for it and, and said uh, congratulations on his last match as well. That was cool. Y'all could have gave him the montage, at least the montage of the Sting mask <laughs> under the Sting mask. Or was that WCW? Either way, y'all a bunch of haters. I'm sorry, Ridian. Please continue. Yeah, no, I'm telling you, the, pe- the fact that people were holding out on this, I'm like, come on. You're only, Sting's going to retire one time. Yeah. So uh, the fact that he got to come out with his sons, I thought that was really cool. And then to the song, I'm just like, this is it. This is Sting's great entrance and the fact that darby allen threw himself onto the bucks before the bell even rung i'm like this is going to be so chaotic but i was so ready for it sting going through a table and the fact that there was just ladders and glass and bats everywhere next thing you know darby's like 20 feet in the air up, up above a ladder and nick jackson moving out of the way or matt taking him out and the fact that he just landed on the glass and it's shattered into a million tiny pieces that visual of darby's back starting to bleed was insane was it not nasty disgusting must have been one of you (laughs) cresta i know this is when you and me we were like nope nope this is too much we we didn't ask for this i paid for the pay-per-view already you don't need to bleed darby i already you have my money okay you don't gotta do this young man (laughs) (laughs) i was in genuine shock i'm like i don't think i've seen Darby go this extreme for a match in a long, long time. So the fact that he was doing it for Sting, I'm like, oh, that's so cute. Like <laughs> they're they're besties. I I love that. I was living for Ric Flair getting a super kick because absolutely, yes, I think we need more of those. And um, man, the fact that Darby came back to help them get the win. When he was laying there, it looked like his back was bubbling up from the blood. I'm like, this is disgusting. We just need to end it. Call it a night. Knock it off, yeah. (laughs) Cut the the feed, dead ass. (laughs) So them getting their confetti, I was like, this is is perfect. And really, just shout out also to the Bucks because the fact that they – did this for for sting and and for darby too right because this is is their moment i i really wish we would have gotten a you know to hear the speech i mean we'll find it on the internet i think Mm -hmm. has it up right now but i was like oh okay i guess we're not getting it we just heard sting say all right guys they're they're giving me markers or something and then the show was over and i'm like this is a pay-per-view come on we don't have tv time after this like what's going on so that was a little unfortunate but what a great way to go out like honestly i think people are going to remember this and the fact that sting was just so grateful thanking um north carolina so i I just thought it was great great way to go out i will say that i feel like if if tony Khan, i know tony Khan paid a lot of money for search and destroys 
I, 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 <laughs> here's some knowledge for you guys. Uh, Metallica sued the shit out of Napster. That's why pirating music is so hard or was so hard back in the day or whatever it is. Don't yeah. pirate. You wouldn't download a car. I don't think you can download a car, but uh, you know. I mean, I would three D print a car. You can absolutely download. Uh, a car I would now. not. <laughs> I would not feel safe riding around in a three D printed car. That was downloaded. <laughs> no way. Like Crescent, where you get this from? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's Twitter and Twitter is lying to you. Every time I see those tweets of LimeWire is back, LimeWire is not really back. Not back like it was when we were on LimeWire doing the various things. LimeWire is yeah. not back. It's never coming back. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, they uh, look up that Metallica lawsuit versus Napster. That was a gnarly time to be alive. And no one else is a gnarly time to be alive because we talked about, yes, now Darby Allen could go take some time off. They vacated the titles. Wrong. Wrong. Tony Khan. And, and like, I love that. Lewis, I love that Lewis wrote, Welp, Darby Allen's hospital trip is delayed because he's facing Jay White and big business for TK. Darby Allen will never know peace. <laughs> He's definitely going to go in there bandaged up, and Jay White is going to show this man no mercy. Like, you know how we got the meat match? This is a Slim Jim match. This is skinny, skinny. <laughs> like, honestly, and I don't, I don't want to see I just, Darby Allen. I, I don't want to see Darby Allen. I, I cannot wait for Jay White to rake this man's back like El Fantasmo. It is going to be great. He is definitely going to rake this man's back all the way down. It's happening. I cannot wait. I'm going to laugh hysterically when he does it. You're a mean girl. But we're not going to be mean girls. We're going to get into all of these Super Chats, guys. Thank you so much for being so generous and so kind. You guys are fantastic. Yes, boy. Literally keeping the show alive. Yes, boy. Says, I'm trying to show my girl a Danielson match, but she's asking me, why is the announcer calling him a clan digger? Y'all wrestling fans are wild. I would explain to her that that's just Nigel McGinnis. <laughs> yeah, our, yeah, and that he can't be explained, honestly. Yeah, just just the explanation is that he hates this guy. It's on site for him. That's it. He just hates Brian. We have a super chat from Speedpunk that said they use real freaking glass. Let's go. Real glass. Cry me a river. We were saying that for 10 minutes. 10 minutes straight. You guys are petty for that. But honestly, I live. I live. What's a little pet? If you're not rich and petty, then what are you doing? <laughs> That's the whole point of their bit of being the EVPs and leading into this stuff. So it's it's fine. It doesn't bother me. I've seen worse. I will say, don't don't y'all remember back in the nineties? Well, some of y'all were born. In we've it, absolutely, we've absolutely seen worse, and you know, yeah. you know, punk, punk has tried to be on his best behavior, but he's he's thrown a little few jabs here and there as well. It's wrestling. It's Vasco, Vasco says two thousand says AEW made me a fan of Sting. Great final showtime. How old are you now? <laughs> now Sting is he's always to me one of those guys in that older group. I'd put him in the same category as Macho Man. Like, you were the guy around a bunch of other guys. And, yeah, there was the guy, but you were the guy. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. We got another super chat from Yes Boy. Say, as a man that's about to start a family, I'm going to look forward to the moment showing my kids about Sting. Oh. You got to start with Surfer Sting. You got you to take it back. Like, why is this screen so fuzz? Like, shut up. You're going to learn culture today. <laughs> you know, learn about the big back TVs. 
We got Corbin one on one sending us five doll hairs saying if only AEW and WWE could work together, it would be amazing to see one mega super show. Pro wrestling is thriving right now. So happy for Sting and a great pay-per-view overall. Yeah. Yeah, I, it would have been nice to see some of that WCW footage. Um, mm-hmm. I think that that made it even better that they reproduced him coming down from the rafters on AEW so that they could put that in there. That was a cool moment. Uh, but yeah, it, it did suck we didn't get some of the WCW footage. Yeah, it's and it's a shame because like, you know, you think about the big pay-per-view they have where they do collaborations, Forbidden Door. And if that, like... Listen, when Wardlow was at his prime, if you could have had Wardlow versus Roman, like the ladies would have eaten that up. Like it would have been 10 out of Tickets set to the roof. Yes. (laughs) The tickets would have been sold, right? You could have so many things. And who knows what the future has in in store, but I don't see that being a thing in the next 10, five even years. Yeah. I'm a little bit more hopeful, I will be honest. As someone who stopped watching wrestling in the Attitude Era and has come back, I've seen a lot of never say never stuff. CM Punk going back to WWE, from all the stuff I heard, hell literally froze over. Literally froze over. This is the same guy. And same thing with Okada. The same Okada who said TNA is the worst place I've ever worked at. This place smells like dog and they pay you with cheeseburgers. Like, I've, I've, I've. I, people who didn't watch TNA, this guy who said, I'm not watching that. That's come on, come on, don't play with me, is now over here capping, talking about bring back Scott DeMore. Wrestling is a crazy place. I would no. love to say that one day, maybe, but I don't know. But the winds of change are, are different at the Fed. But if y'all wouldn't even give Sting WCW footage, I see the type of girl you are, and you're a nasty, mean girl. Yeah, I I just don't see the super show happening. But other things, never say never. Like if I if you would have told me five years ago that Cody Rose would go back there after he smashed the throne, absolutely not. I wouldn't believe that. Um, if you told me that I was gonna have a picture of CM Punk hugging one Mike Mizanin after he called him, told him to go suck a blood covered expletive, I, I wouldn't believe that either. But here we are. Yeah. <laughs> Foo Fighters wrote a song about it and it called Stranger Things Have Happened. So, you know, it's wrestling. I I thought as long as I lived, Vince McMahon would always be the chair of WWE. And look at where we are now. All right, so, you know, (laughs) we got another super (laughs) chat for (laughs) Love for Boost for $1.99. We take those, we get a pair of skippies with that. Sting bumped his ass off. That man is invincible. That's why he retired. He said, like I said, it was like him getting, you quit. Your last day you working you in the back eating fries off the, the counter. Like, yo, you can't do that. Like, what you gonna do? Fight me up? I'll go home right now. Stop playing with me. <laughs> yeah, I, I did catch the part of his uh his speech where he was just like uh hustle, Tony. I can say that now. Hustle, hustle down here. <laughs> what you gonna do? Write me up? I don't care. I, I quit. <laughs> if Sting was from the Bronx, that's exactly how that would go. <laughs> Or legend has it, if you're Jeff Jarrett, that's exactly how it went. <laughs> One pay per view. <laughs> we have a last, our last super chat ending out the night. Man with beard sends us five doll here saying, "I saw Cardona versus Gage for the GCW title in person. That Darby Glass blood spot was for sickos. It's me. I'm sickos. <laughs> SRS got a great pick of great pick of Flair napping. I mean, honestly, love him or hate him." Flair has cemented himself in a way where when you see 
an old man like Ricky the Steamboat gets super kicked, you're like, oh no, that's an old man. When you see Ric Flair get see super kicked, you're like, ah, I feel like he kind of deserved it. I don't know what he did, but like, yeah, yeah. So I think they went Roderick Wings. Strong having a punchable, <laughs> like with Roderick Strong having a punchable face. It's not like we don't like you. It's just that. Listen, man, I was a little bit afraid because I was like, man. Is, is Rick gonna try and get in this ring and and I thought so too. And, and, and catch some color? I'm like, yo, don't do this, man. Like, enough, <laughs> enough, Rick. They said, you know, we have to have him out there. We haven't put Woo Energy drinks up tonight, so we gotta throw him in there. I mean, again, we hate him or love him. I at least respect Flair for showing up for his friend's thing. He said, "It's your last match. I'm, I'm going to be here. I'm here. I'll protect you." And then get beat up for two seconds. I'll, I'll protect you. That's all you need sometimes. I don't know if you guys noticed, but he was like kind of shielding Sting's eyes. He was like, no. And then he like covered his eyes. I said, sir, what are we doing? I was like, come on, Nick, Matt, just hit him already. Like, what are we doing? (laughs) (laughs) We got a super chat in at the buzzer again from Alana. Thank you so much, Alana. Alanda, I'm dyslexic. Thank you so much. Great show. I found my Kiana James NXT miniskirt. I'm going to wear it to bed. Period. And we're all going to wear it to bed because it is 2.21 in the morning. And I think you guys are all tired about talking about wrestling. Iridian, where can the boys and girls find you on the internet? You guys can head over to Iridian underscore Fiero on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. I'll be right there. And also head over to YouTube and subscribe to my YouTube channel at Rest Friends. That's W-R-E-S-T friends and you can find my interview with Britt Baker there um Maria Canellis and Mike Bennett I reviewed the AEW mobile game which is literally insane hangman gets kidnapped in that game um so <laughs> go and check that out uh and every Saturday after AEW collision you can find me here on the fightful post show with Cresta and Ricochino Phil where can our beautiful fightful listeners find you uh, I don't know. I, I happen to host this show on Saturdays as well called Grapsity with Righteous Reg. You can find it as well on Sa- on Frightful's YouTube channel. Uh, you can find my writing at Bleacher Report. Uh, please don't come yell at me on Twitter. There's enough of that. It's, it's fine if you want to yell at me. Just know that I'll probably ignore you. <laughs> And guys, I've been Cresta Star. You can find me on X or Twitter at Cresta the Star, like Megan the Stallion. There's a link tree in my bio. Every Saturday and Thursday, I am here on Fightful. Thursdays, we go over all things TNA, formerly as in formerly Impact. Saturdays, if I wake up in time, I'm on Grapsity. I'm like, yo, let me in. I'm there. But I'm always here for the Collision Post Show, except on the first of the month when I go to House of Glory and I become a jabroni for 20 minutes to an hour to two hours. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. Subscribe to Fightful Select. We love you. You love wrestling. Thank you, Sting. Thank you all for being here. This was a long pro show. We're all going to go to bed. Zip it up and zip it out. Take care of yourself and each other. Goodbye forever. Bye. Bye-bye now. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.